Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's go. This is the Chase in the Frame podcast, where we interview people in the TV and film industry, talking about their journey, how they got to where they are today. We do this podcast for the frame chasers. This is for those in the film industry, going hard, let them know who we are. Frame chasers, we're, we're not chasing the fame, no, no. Tell them what we do, we're chasing the frame. This is the Chase in the Frame podcast with your host, John DeMarco. Let's go. What up, Frame Chasers? It's Wednesday, and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame. Today, I'm with a good friend of mine, Joseph, a new day, Bryant. Joseph, how are you today, man? I am doing brilliant. How about yourself? Bro? Oh, I am I am fantabulous. I am fantabulous. Yes, fantabulous. Uh, just to let you guys know, Joseph is an entrepreneur, I would say, a rapper, a hip-hop artist, you know, in music, all that good stuff. So we've gone, known each other now for, I was thinking about it yesterday, I'm like, what, six years, I would say? Yeah, sounds Which about right. I yeah. want six, I want to have a safe six. like safe number to say. Yeah, I feel like that's safe. Yeah, that's, that's safe. Good. That's a good six number. Years, yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, however long the new downtown has been in Las Vegas it, is pretty well, much what it is. I've been here seven years, right? I was because I was thinking about this all yesterday. I'm like, was it five, six years? Is it seven years? Have I known the whole time? I've worked in Fremont East before. Well, we're getting into the podcast a little bit early here. But before we do that, actually, let me just go into our uh, housekeeping real quick. First of all, we got to thank our affiliate partners, Artlist.io. Artlist is a music plat- licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers with thousands of new songs and a full year of unlimited downloads. You can find exactly the music you need for your project. Music licensing is often complicated, expensive mess, which slows us down, and it's a pain in the ass, especially when you're trying to look for plenty of music and you have to buy the music and you don't like it, your client doesn't like it, then you have to buy a new song and all that stuff. But Artlist get, lets you... Li- Listen and download as many as you want, and then you have all these songs to download and even have for later projects. It's great. Um, so if you join today on our affiliate link, you'll get one year with two extra months free. So check that link in our description. That's artlist.io, an inspiring music licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. Second, we have shirts, shirts, and did I mention we have t-shirts at teespring.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. We have your produced by bear shirt or proof by bear shirt. You have your chasing the frame, your frame chaser shirt. You have your holy moly shirt and a ton of other things too. And also face mask as well. Cloth face mask. Uh, third, last but not least guys, which is our last thing. Thirdly, 
obviously. Uh, PayPal.me slash CTF podcast. If you want to donate to the podcast, please do. It's awesome. We're doing great things that we want to do in the next year and this coming year, obviously, um, that it, we can do more with your help. Uh, again, also, we're accepting cryptocurrency donations, all that is linked in the description right for you so you can just send us whatever you want and we have a whole bunch of slew of cryptos that you can send whatever you feel like that goes to our trust wallet and that goes straight to funding our projects as well for this podcast endeavor is that an endeavor is that the correct word i want to sound smart for a second i feel like endeavor is the one yeah i think yeah. so too thank you <laughs> so let's get to it guys who's ready to chase frames today so uh joseph first question i ask everyone hold on hold on yeah. first i want to give another disclaimer yeah. John didn't let me know that his dog was going to hold me hostage when I got here. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. So when you hear Bear, the Bear t-shirt, it's a real thing. Watch this. Oh, it's, it's... oh you're going to be quiet now? <laughs> you better... There, there we go. There that, that's our producer. Now, now that's the petting the producer. starts. See? This is ridiculous. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, Bear. I love you, Bear. <laughs> wow, Bear's... I you, I've come here for you. You know what? You're not the. You know what? You're not gonna be the first person I feel like that says that. <laughs> every podcast that happens from now on. Literally, let my left hand is held hostage. Yeah. Though, like I literally I, can't you know stop, uh, stop petting him. Or but he's comfy. He's soft as shit. He is. He really is. He's a soft motherfucker. I just, I just don't know if I can do this for more than an hour. He'll stop after. If you can do it for an hour, I think he'll stop. I uh, know my petting's pretty bomb. Well, I think so, my like, girlfriend also like... comes home in like the next hour. Well, yeah. so she'll be he'll be gone. Thank thank God for girlfriends. Then. Yeah. Hey, there it is. <laughs> thank God for her coming home. <laughs> So um, the first question I usually ask. Oh, let me go back to the free money thing real quick. We got to finish free that money little. Is legend, so the let me correct you. The legendary. The legendary Fremont East. Yes. Legendary. And we'll get to that more later on. I believe. But it. but um, thinking back about our, how long we've known each other, our friendship. Yeah, it's been like I think I started Fremont East in August. I think I met you probably. In like September or October of that yeah, year, not, probably. Yeah, not too long so after it's probably that. like six years and nine months, something like that. If you want to be really technical about it, yeah, that yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great times. Yeah, good times. God. Gosh, I miss it so much. If you can just do me a favor, though, if you can move a little closer to the mic, it won't bite you. Can I move the mic a little? You closer can. Yeah, to yeah. Me? You can definitely do that. You have enough slack. <laughs> I gave. I I have an XLR cable purpose purposely Perfect. for this long enough for this stuff. Um, so first question I ask everyone on the podcast is Beer, bear has left the building, left the building. I am no oh. longer a hostage. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, he's bringing the ball. Don't, don't give in to the ball. Jesus. Don't give in Jesus. to the ball. Uh, oh God. See, I have no, I have to give in to All the right. ball. Throw it and I'm going to shut the door. So first question I ask everyone on the podcast is, uh, where are you from originally? Are you from Vegas originally? No, I was born in Sacramento, California on Mather Air Force Base. Oh, okay. And I moved here when I was two or three years old. Okay. so Somewhere along that chaos. I'm not sure. Most of your life there. then, you would say. Vegas? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Vegas Vegas baby, 100%. For and, sure. And then the second question I ask, and this is different because you're not really movie or actor oriented as like we usually do with the podcast, but you're a musician musician oriented so who was the musician artist in that nature who inspired you to do what you wanted to do later on down the road um so as a kid i think the musicians that actually inspired me to actually do music yeah was uh the blue devil's drum corps actually it wasn't even like hollywood i i, I came in doing drums um i was a mar marching band geek yeah 
I was a marching band geek that will take your girl. Don't play with me though. But I was a marching band geek, <laughs> and uh, I had I had like back then I had like long hair. Like, yeah. My hair was like this oh, long. Wow. It was crazy. Like yeah. it was permed out like Snoop. Oh shit! Crazy. Look I was at you. I was so I was drumming and just hair flipping and just oh snap. Yeah, it was nuts. So blue. I watched the Blue Devils for the first time. What on, are the Blue Devils? Uh, so there's something called drum corps. It's okay. basically just like a. a, a a nationwide touring drum oh, wow. uh, band competition. That's cool. And these drummers are just phenomenal. And so that's what really made me say, I'm going to do some form of music. I would say as far as the Hollywood artists, Red, yeah. Red Man and Method Man. Okay. The the, the Black Album specifically. Black Album. When, when, uh, Black Album. The Black oh, Album, sorry. Yeah, so when that album dropped, um, I became just... The way that they performed on the album, yeah. the the sarcasm. I've just always been a sarcastic person. Yeah. And the way that it came out in the music. And then something that most people don't know about me, I'm a super heavy metalhead. Yeah. When I, when I came upon Slipknot, that was it. That was it. <laughs> so when did you come upon that um, the drum corps? Like how old were you when, when you saw that for the first time? Was it sixth like, grade? Sixth grade? Sixth grade when, then, when I came across the Blue Devils. And then after the Blue Devils was the blackout? album or was yeah. that around the same time I, I, I think i can't remember the blackout album or if slipknot was first actually was it the iowa album slipknot was first no yeah. no I, I, iowa was their sophomore album their yeah. very first album was, was self-titled yeah, slipknot. slipknot yeah that was with uh like uh wait and bleed yeah, surfacing, yeah, yeah. liberate yep. uh spit it out yeah that whole um, thing so i was um cool cool ass story actually yeah. we i met um uh brian monty money his little brother um and a couple other guys, and we started a band called Genetic Defect. My boy, my boy Patrick, who was a singer, and so we called it. We started a band called uh, Genetic Defect. Yeah. And then in eighth grade, uh, I, no, you weren't around. So there used to be a concert in Vegas, a rock concert, uh, called uh, OBC. Okay. Our big concert. Yeah. And it was just rock bands. It was 107.5 and just like the hugest rock. Oh bands. wow, that's Death cool. Yeah. Corn. You know, uh, Blink One Eighty Two. You know, just this this massive monster band. So would it be like a Warp Tour style like concert? So or? much better than Warp Tour. Well, I mean, like Warp Tour in the sense of like yeah, a it bunch was of bands yeah, it was just day. like a bunch of big bands, yeah. several different stages. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. And then uh, so we ended up throwing a party at the end of the year at what? Uh, God, I can't remember. I think it was at Tyler's house. Yeah. And we called it OBP, our big party. Yeah. And so we created a band and we actually played yeah. for that thing. And from there, that's when we were like, we want to do this music stuff yeah. for real. What was that what was that experience doing that 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 concert for the first time? Oh, it was nuts. That? So yeah. like so it was in our one of my best friends. He was the bassist for our he's like rest in peace actually. He was the bassist for our band, DJ. Um he actually passed away um a few years ago in a motorcycle uh accident. Yeah. And um, so we built a huge stage in his backyard. His grandparents had a just massive backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just dirt and grass. And it was yeah. just like, we were looking at it, we were like, yeah, we're about to throw a concert. And so we <laughs> built a stage. They had a ton of wood back there. His grandfather let, let us do it. And so yeah. we built the stage up. Um, we invited some of the other local bands that were performing at places like the Hunt Ridge yeah, and yeah. things like that. Um, and we all just played a huge concert. We had all our friends from middle school oh, come shit. out. There was hundreds of kids. It was nuts. That's awesome. Hundreds of kids there. <laughs> it was so crazy. So you got that taste of that live audience. It was great. And, and we, we put it together. It was just a drumming? backyard party. Were you drumming? Yeah, I was okay, drumming. Just make, I just want to make sure you were yeah, drumming. For sure, yeah. That's awesome, though. Like, Oh, it was amazing. And so that's the, those were the moments when I was just like, music, at at the very least, was therapy for me. Yeah, I had I knew for a fact I had to have music in my life for the rest of my life. Yeah. in order to survive this world, just well, to keep sane. If if I if I may ask, it might sound like a dumb question, 
like when you say music as therapy, like a therapy in what nature is it to you? Like I mean, just physically, like, yeah, spiritually, emotionally, yeah, all of it because. You know, you get that you, the physical, especially yeah. as a drummer, you're yeah. using your whole body. You're grooving. So you, you're grooving, and your whole body's moving, your legs, both of your arms, your heart's going with the beat. So you have that physical aspect, and then you have that emotional aspect because it's the singer and the lyrics and yeah. the words and the power of the guitar. Yeah. And, and then that spiritual aspect because you're just, it's almost, when, when it's real good, I think that was my phone. When, when, when you're going real good and the music really, really captures mm -hmm. you, you can... It's almost like you're watching yourself from another space. Yeah, it's an outer it's body a, it's experience. It's almost like an outer body yeah, experience, yeah, yeah. and you're just you're just so zoned in, and it's beautiful. And I just yeah. I got addicted to it from a very very young age, and I'm I haven't let, let go of it since. Now with that band, did you guys like continue playing together, and how long did you guys stay together? So it evolved crazily. So we were a band for I would say three and a half years. So oh wow, that's pretty eighth good. Eighth grade, ninth yeah. grade, tenth grade, um, even in our early years of high school, mm -hmm. we were playing like at 21 and over joints. Oh, wow. Um, That's uh, impressive. There was a, there was a, a place called uh, the Beach Nightclub. Mm -hmm. We performed there, and that was a 21 and over place. So we were, we were making moves, and then eventually uh, the band kind of fell apart. There yeah. was just some, some, some disconnect there. And then me and Brian left, and we actually started working with another band that eventually yeah. actually became Escape the Fate. Oh, wow. And so... I was drumming, he was a guitarist, and then we had a few practices together, but they already had a drummer they had already been working with, yeah, which, yeah. Was, which was Robert. Yeah. And so eventually, I ended up leaving to the military when yeah. we graduated, and they stayed together, and they blew up. Holy you know, shit. They started doing the Vans Warp Tour. Yeah, that whole thing. They were doing a lot of things, and they yeah. just, and it just <laughs> in my head, I was like, man... It's crazy to see these guys do yeah. their, do their thing and and to have been part of the very beginning stages of it and yeah, yeah. growing up with Brian and, and seeing him grow yeah. was amazing. That's awesome. I mean, I like you know what? It's funny cuz being from it being here now for the last 7 years and like I mean, I wasn't here when you were younger and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. like the the uh the music atmosphere seems so much different back then than it does now. Because like I'm like you know back home we have like Starland Ballroom or like all these other places where local bands can play and I feel like there's really nowhere where local bands can play here in this regard and even like you I mean you have like what's that place downtown um shit oh my god Triple B's what backstage no, no, bar and not, well that one too but uh, the other one it's uh, closer to Atomic it's past Atomic a little bit past Atomic it's yeah it's by that um. The bunkhouse, oh, bunkhouse. Bunk house. Like yeah. those things, I don't ever see, lo I feel like I never see local bands of any nature play there. And right. like, you know, medium-sized bands play there, I guess. And, and I've played at all those places, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah but like, doing hip-hop music. You yeah, know? but I just, I don't know, maybe so, it's me no, and my the, there, there are concerts there, but the culture's not interconnective enough. Okay. So like you have the hip-hop heads, you have yeah. the kind of... I, what do you call new new age music? Like, what do you call like the the hippie type type music I that's guess, out now? Like indie it music? Is, indie, it, is it just? I would indie just music? say indie music. I just feel weird calling it indie music because indie to me represents like independent. Independent. Yeah, yeah. And there's a chance the rapper is indie music. That's true. I mean, like, I guess indie music. How I always saw it was like indie music was kind of like low strumming guitars, kind of like a independent yeah, I, vibe I, in yeah, a I sense. Guess. I guess that's what I was. But it's sold. just so weird, like indie. Yeah, like, well, it, we, we understand that indie is short for independent, independent yeah. so it's just kind of weird. But yeah, so indie, yeah. a lot of indie artists I'll see, like the Bunkhouse, 
at Triple B's. Yeah. A lot of punk rock concerts. They do, yeah. they do punk rock bowling at Triple oh, yeah, B's. I mean, yeah, that's like the only big thing a, I know which of, Which is though. amazing an event. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the, the punk rock community is super yeah. tight-knit out here. They always have been. Okay. Even from the time I was a kid when we were doing OBP and mm-hmm. we were Genetic Defect, yeah. the punk rock group is just super tight. Yeah. And then uh the met- the metal the, the metal heads out here are pretty close together too, but for whatever reason, metal is just not as big as it used to be when I was a kid. Yeah, which it- is super fucking retarded because it- I, I I I feel yeah. I, I feel like there's a direct correlation I, to the fact that metal is not popular yeah. and the world's going to shit. You know what? One of my <laughs> theory, this is, and I don't get political on this show, but here's my weird like ass theory about this shit. You know when good metal was around? When the fucking Bush administration was around when Facts. they were fighting that shit. For sure. And then yeah. all of a sudden there's And Clinton. And Cl- Clinton, Clinton Clinton going into the Bush administration. Yeah, and then is where like, even like definitely. the Iraq war. Yeah, that rage stuff, against the machine like, rage, system, system of a down. down like, porn, slip Lamb of God. Vein, Lamb, like, Lamb of God. God. Like God forbid. Uh, God kill smack. Kill switch engage. Uh, you have uh, like, stained. Yeah. So much. I mean, I don't know about stained. I mean Chill out, bro. Chill out. Stained is not creed. Yeah, I you know that. You gotta but I'm sorry. Stain. I'm sorry. Stain's like the cool creed. But but stain like it like they kind of. You can't tell me that Mud Shovel isn't a dope fucking. Mud song. Shovel, no. Mud Shovel's a you great song. I'm saying, I'm, s- I'm not saying that's not. A, that's I'm not saying anything about Just the first saying. stained album. When you get to break the cycle, it gets very ballady. True. No, okay. That's true. That's true. So like, I, but then I we can't leave out like Tool. Tool. Oh, Tool. A yes. Perfect circle. Yeah. Who Lincoln Park? Not yet. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. So there's such a long God. list of amazing artists with that made amazing music during that time period. Like so, literally, like survived eighth grade, ninth grade, yeah. tenth grade because of these bands. And then they get into a weird post-hardcore band for me, like personally about it. You know, like where we get yeah, to we started doing the, we started doing that. So uh, yep. attack, attack. Yep. Yeah, those kind and, of post-hardcore bands started yeah. kind of coming. Avenged Sevenfold. Also, hate breed. Don't Kill Switch about, Engage. Yep. There's Hate Breed also. Hate, oh, I love yeah. Hate Breed. Hate Breed's good. Now yeah. is the time. Yeah, yeah. I had that album. Rise to yeah. my feet. That's my, you know, my shit right there. How many times there. I download that shit on Kazaa back in the day? Like, bro, I would I would just buy the Oz. Remember yeah. Ozfest? Yeah, remember yeah. They would do the Ozfest DVDs. Yeah, compilation. Yeah. And I'd just be in my room. Just <laughs> <laughs> my family's just looking at me, just like you're what's black. He doing? What's yeah. happening? You're, you're a black kid. I don't understand what's happening right Seven now. Seven Dust is another good one too. Oh, so. Except- Seven Dust. Uh, what's another uh, great black singer? In oh, uh, uh, Sepultura. Cold, uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, in living color, in a, a living color, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and and then what's the uh, God? What was the, I? I forgot the name of the band. Like punk rock, yeah. Started with a, with, it was a black band. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. God, what was the name of that band? Exactly. Oh God, I, I don't know why. I this is a terrible moment well, I, to forget this. Any, anyways, anywho, black people started rock music. That's my point. They did. So I'm saying. Well, I don't know if you're just off, saying. If you're going off the Back to the Future, it's Marty McFly, but. <laughs> well, thanks to Marvin Berry, Chuck Berry got the inspiration for Johnny B. Good. Thank you, Marvin Berry. We appreciate it. We appreciate you for sure. <laughs> so, okay, so you get into the military, and then um, during that time, are you still like kind of in the music scene, like knowing what's going on? Or you? No, just... military was interesting. So I started working. Yeah. Um, first job at a high. I was working in high school, so yeah. I at McDonald's, regular you know, yeah. kind of BS jobs we work. And then I started working in car dealerships, and I was actually making decent money. Oh, wow. And so my mindset was just like, I can actually, like, my mentors in the car business were making six figures, and all we did is just stand in a parking lot and annoy people for yeah. you. You just say, hey, can I be annoying? <laughs> That's true. The red one. Yeah. 
Don't like the red one. There's the green one. I'll take you to lunch. You know, like just just be annoying all day and you make six figures. So I was just like, okay, I can actually make make a career out of just being a jackass. That's fine. Oh, shit, that's and then, good. but that was that was right before 2000. <laughs> that was right before 2006 when when the market crashed. So I worked for Chevy. Yeah. And nobody was after after the market crash. Yeah, everything yeah. happened. Nobody was buying trucks. That's true. So I was just like, well, this didn't work out the way it was, and I didn't know what to do, and I had already. Slightly disconnected from 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 music at the point. Yeah, and this is before I went to the military because I was already out of the band because they had put Robert yeah, in the yeah. band. And um, at that time, I was just like, I, I don't know what to do, and so I was going to go to the Air Force. Yeah, and so I was like, cool. Went to a recruiter, was ready to sign up, ready to do my thing. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I talked to one of my best friends, Ulysses. Yeah, uh, our best friend uh, Sergio had already left to the Marine Corps. And so I told him, I was like, hey, I'm gonna join the I'm joining the military. I'm gonna go Air Force. Yeah, come with me. Yeah. Um, he was just like, I'm down to join the military, but I want to be a Marine because my dad was a Marine. His dad had passed away. Yeah. Um, he's like, I've got to honor the family tradition. And I was like, you know what? I fully support that. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, let me think about it. My, my idea with joining the military, you know, it wasn't this, this superhero idea that people pretend. It's that yeah. people are like, I'm going to join the military. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. It was just like, my, I, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And so Air Force was... was from my understanding, it was a better job opportunity. Mm-hmm. It was a better. Uh, I scored high on my scores. Yeah, so, like yeah. I, I had so many options. So the career opportunities through the Air Force were just amazing. Yeah. If you're a Marine, you're you're a fucking grunt. Like you're going. Yeah. You're, you're, you're there to go to war. Like you're a killer. Like yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a different. Are you like one of the first? You're one of the yeah, first, first ones to fight, it, right? So. I was looking for a future. Yeah. He was looking to honor a legacy. Yeah. Um and. I decided to honor that legacy with them. I decided yeah. to, to join with them. So we ended up going to the Marine Corps. Um, it was funny. In boot camp, we would do stuff like, I can't, I can't sing. So yeah. it's fucking retarded that this happened. But I would like, <laughs> whenever I could, like sitting on the toilet, because yeah. you can't do shit in boot camp. Marine, yeah. Marine Corps boot camp is, 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 you can't do shit. Like yeah. you're just on lockdown. There's a drill instructor in your face all yeah. day, every day. It was just sick. It was just crazy. Yeah. And so, like, I would try to write lyrics when I can. Anytime we would have like some some Sundays off and some Sunday times, where I'd rip out a newspaper and we would have notepads and I would write lyrics. And then we would like bust out in songs. So we would like in boot camp, all the drill structures yeah. are gone. So we're in the we're in the uh, uh, the quad bay, and all of a sudden we're singing in sync. <laughs> the whole squad bay of Marines just in singing in sync, singing back back streets back. All right, just I swear to God, just a whole just a bunch of Marines. It was. Hey, you got past some time, right? Such, some of the most incredible moments yeah. I've ever experienced in my entire life. That's because awesome. Because the amount of stress that's on you while you're in boot camp, and, yeah. and that share those moments with those men, yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we went through, and so that that musical side of me was there. Yeah, it was like I was starting off singing and, and, yeah. and getting everybody to sing with us. So the music just kind of was just a part of me yeah. always. So, so you know, we went through that phase. We went through boot camp. We went yeah. through our training, everything like that. And then, um, you know, there was during the time that I was actually in the Marine Corps, I was in the reserves. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of chaos that had happened in my life. Yeah. And um, so I eventually ended up getting out of the Marines, and from there. I, I was kind of lost mm-hmm. and immediately went right back to music. Gotcha. Except I didn't go back to rock. At this point, it was just like, okay, what can I do? Because putting together a band, buying the instruments, doing that, there's a lot going on. And yeah. I just, I don't know what to do. So I just, I could always write. So I just yeah. started rapping. It was just something that was just easy for me. Yeah, yeah. And then just from there, it just, I got back into it. I got signed to a label. We started doing big shows. We did a huge New Year's show. And then we just started kind of move from there. Yeah. 
and then I ended up separating for that label from just there was a lot of difference of opinions yeah. on, on how that operated, and then maybe I moved to Utah. Yeah, recorded my mixtape, came back to Vegas. Did you just just to record the mixtape you moved to Utah for? Uh, yeah, I I I had to get out of Vegas. There was, oh, just, okay. there was just a lot of going on. Like I was going down this bad path, yeah, getting yeah. involved in drugs, and it just. Yeah. And marijuana is not a drug, first of all. So when I say drugs, believe me, it wasn't marijuana. I just getting involved in shit that I, I was just yeah. go, going through the. I lived in the studio. Yeah. You know, so I, I was pretty much homeless. The only yeah. reason why I wasn't homeless because I was literally sleeping in the studio. Yeah, yeah. And things were, you know, we we got an investor for the music, um, but like the things that came with it were just against who I was. Yeah. Like there was just a lot of, just bad energy involved mm-hmm. in, in, in what would it took to maintain that. Was there a lot of pressure too to like on yourself for like trying to make like the perfect thing too? Like did you put a lot of pressure on yourself in that regard? Yeah, for too? sure. Because it was it was at that point it was like getting me and my friends out of homelessness. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. and but a lot of what other people would have done out of necessity, yeah. I just could not bring myself to do. Just out of the character of the man that I am. Yeah. The man that I was just that the, the universe was molding me to be, there's just certain things I wasn't capable of morally. Yeah. And they held me back. Yeah. Literally, I, I the things that could have boosted me further, they held me back. And so eventually I just had to escape. And so that's why I ended up going to Salt Lake City. My mom was out there. My little brothers were out there. Um, and so I recorded the first, like, probably like three quarters of my mixtape out there. Oh, wow. Came back to Vegas, finished the rest of it. Um, just because I had to have that energy back. Yeah. And then we put that out. Me and Ulysses put that out. Um, and then he was working at Zappos. Yeah. So he was right there in the heart of the downtown. Wait, what year is this? Is like, is this now? Are we in the 2013-ish area? Yeah. This is around the time, like probably a few months before we met. Okay. Yeah. So he's working at Zappos, and. Through that connection, he starts learning about what's happening downtown. Yeah, yeah. So he learns about, um, uh, God, what was the name of this house? I know you, the pit. The one that Joey, I, I Joey used to, um, uh, Sean Swanson, Joey oh, oh. owned it. Asia Jade used to be there all the time. I know it, Megan I, Gandhi. I know what you're talking about because I remember like, there was the pet, the, the pit, the pet. There was the pit and then there was the manor. The, I think it was the manor I Remember, know of. The pit was the one story that was like right around the corner, and the manor was the two-story with the pool in the backyard. Oh, me. Was the... I'm trying to think. The pit? Was that a gated one with like some like art outside or something like that, too? No, that's Joe. That was Joey's house. That was... Uh, that's Joe, that's Joey. Joey's house. Oh, yeah, that's Joey's house. Yeah, hat. he had his... Uh, from from uh, Burning Man, the big Burning yeah, Man yeah, yeah. statue. Because yeah. someone I know... That's Joey's I don't house. know if you know Adam... This guy, Adam... Uh, Chimala, I'm terrible at last name, so I apologize to Adam if you're listening. Chamala, I think his last name is. It's like C H A M U L A. I think mm-hmm. that's how you say it. And he was staying at Joey's and doing work out of that. Yeah. that's why I think that's where I. Yeah, I went. Know. I went to a few a few yeah. parties at Joey's, and then he started doing um, uh, uh kind of like the open mic thing yeah. that he would do yeah. over there, and you would see a lot of artists over there. So yeah, that neighborhood yeah. was fire during yeah. that time. That little neighborhood, you had the pit, which yep. was just a bunch of. Entrepreneurs, musicians, models, artists, mm-hmm. and we would just go to that house, and it was just like an open stay. If you want to sleep, sleep over, yeah. sleep over, and then we would just just the, the walls were whiteboards, yeah, yeah. and we would just write and discuss ideas. That really brought the entrepreneur out of me because this yeah. group of people there, there there was you know people who were involved in technology, yeah, yeah. like right when Bitcoin started coming out, they created their own coin, and we were, we had our oh, own, wow. we had our own trade and coin system at the house. It was nuts, bro. That whole Holy environment. Shit. 
Spider-Man was nuts. And it just completely changed my aspect on the world. Yeah. And then that, so who was there? Was, was Fode there at the time, too? Fode was yeah. there. The, the first day we went was Fode, Asia Jade. Yeah. Uh, Sean Swanson, mm-hmm. Megan Gandhi. Uh, oh God, what, what, uh, um, I know if I said the name, you would know who I'm talking about. Um, I feel terrible because I love this man so much. Uh, oh, Indian, Indian dude. I know you're talking oh, about. with a day. I, I know. I know who yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. I uh, totally um, am blanking out his name too. Sur- I met a- Siraj. Yeah, something like no. It's no, uh, not Siraj. No, fuck. I know you know who I'm talking. I know. I know who you're talking about. I, and and I like if you it, listen to this, like I'm. Uh, don't it, be mad at it, me. Yeah, it's just, been years. Yeah. <laughs> Because everyone lived in the Ogden also after that too. Yeah, yeah they all lived in Ogden. Ogden, and it was, it was his, it was their, it was God. That's why I really feel bad for not remembering their name. Yeah, it was their uh, condo that they used to shoot. Um, what was the Las the Las Vegas? Las Vegas. Uh, uh, um, you know what I'm talking about. I know, it was. You know what's his face? About? Oh, Las Vegas with not, Donovan. Yeah, um, I remember uh, Donovan. Las Vegas, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of the ones who helped us start com marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm, I I just knew the name like two minutes ago. And it's like it just blew my like. Blew, I feel like Siraj is the name. I, Sur- like, I think Siraj. I feel is the like name. I keep saying it's not the name, but I feel like it is. Siraj. It probably is. Like it's in my head, and it's just like, dude, it's Siraj. Siraj no, I'm, why I'm are you thinking being the, I'm thinking the show. It's like uh the downtown like or downtown. Yeah, it was downtown um, podcast. Lost. No, it wasn't a podcast. It was like the downtown Las Vegas show. Remember, it started in Siraj. It, it, yeah, it was Siraj. Siraj. Yeah, Why is that name in my head? I'm Siraj, sorry. Siraj, Siraj, name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. So, it was in their in, a, in their hotel. Yeah, it was a downtown podcast. Not hotel room, yeah. That's what it was called. It was a downtown podcast. No, because remember, it ended up it being... It was a show, though. It was just, yeah. It was still... It wasn't I, really a podcast. I feel like it was different. So, anyways, it was, it, up when, it was in Siraj's... Yeah. Uh, I keep saying... Uh, uh, um, hotel, but it wasn't like hotel. It's it at the Ogden, condo, yeah. his condo, and then it ended up being an Inspire. When Inspired opened, remember they started doing an Inspire yeah. in the downstairs stage there. Yeah, it was downtown podcast. That's exactly because I remember that logo. It's just weird that they call it podcast. Yeah, yeah you're right. It was, it was downtown. A, it was yeah, that was a live logo, show. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, a live yeah. show. And they, yeah, and I guess it was. Like, it was uh, Dylan, I think the guy's name was yeah. right. D- yep. yeah. Dylan, and then the 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 main host was uh, Donovan. Donovan, okay, Donovan, yeah. 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 Donovan Dillon was the uh, he kind of think he did more of the back end stuff and yeah. then Donovan was the one who would come out and kind of do the okay. whole stuff and then a couple years later me Donovan Ryan and Mark started current marketing we hear you bear <laughs> we hear you <laughs> yeah so um yeah that the fact fuck all of us yeah fuck all of us wow. for allowing that energy to die you know, shame on us you because know, the yeah. way that energy was. It was it was weird because it was only developing up. Yeah. There was never a down point. There was no down point. It, it didn't exist. It developed up. It's a weird, and then it just stopped. It, it, it you would take a lot of factors into like what stopped the growth in that regard. Downtown project. Yes, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to put any names out there, but downtown project. Downtown project. Um, <laughs> but you know, what, you know, what I find really fucking funny about the whole politics. Of the downtown project. Yes, yeah. yes. But I, what I find funny is that, like, working for the news, I feel like every six months, uh, in the time I worked there, I feel like they're like, oh, downtown's going to be revitalized again. I'm like, again? Again. We're go- and then we're going to do another six months of it, like, slowly weaning off where they don't give a shit about downtown anymore. And then they'll do another campaign where it's like, 
Oh, here we go. We're going to revitalize downtown. You want to revitalize downtown? Yeah. Let your people step the fuck out of it and just leave us alone. Yeah. Because when we were there and doing our thing, it was growing. Yeah. Just leave us alone. We, we Because had... we didn't, none of us had any, we didn't have agendas. No. We loved each other. Number yeah. one. First and foremost, we legitimately mm-hmm. loved each other. Like the, the energy there was yeah. so pure. There was never no side conversations about some drama going on. Like no. it was just art. It, it, it was, was just yeah. entrepreneurship. It was just building businesses and networks and, and connections. And friendships too, because a lot of those yeah. people too weren't from Vegas in general. I think a lot of them moved. Ninety percent right? of those yeah. people weren't it was actually weird because me and Ulysses were the outside yeah. guys in because we yeah. were from Vegas. And it was just like, Oh, Crazy. these yeah. guys are from here. And it was I tried my very best yeah. to get Vegas to tap into what was going on. Yeah. I was just telling people, I'm like, look, I understand this is different yeah. from what you know and yeah. what you understand, but any possibility of success or anything happening, it's happening right now. Yeah. And you need to get involved with this group of people. They're from all over the world, yeah. and they're just here, conjugated, working together, building businesses, yeah. building, working together on ideas, yeah. and... I was trying to plug in the city, and some people plugged in. There were some yeah. people plugged in who kind of held on to those things, but they just didn't plug in enough. And what happened is that group of people came, yeah. they helped build things up, and then the politics kicked in, and they start shooting prices up, and then it became not as friendly to the people who were there helping yeah. build it, well, and they all moved. Wasn't the rumor innuendo of the whole thing like, Tony kind of stepped down from the downtown project and then he just yeah. let his friends do it. And then technically the friends just said, ha ha, ha we're going to fuck him over. Basically, it, it, that's what the rumor and innuendo the, was. Well, this is what this is Vegas. This yeah. always happens in Vegas. You come, you create a cool yeah. idea. The same thing happened at the at the SLS Casino. Yeah, they opened up. Uh, what was that club? Foxtails opened up. I, I, they had they had my boy Sean Summerlin come and host it, and he would pack that thing out. Yeah. full of locals. We're all having good fun. Yeah. everything's cool. And then all of a sudden they start they start shading Sean. Yeah, and then they started trying to be more corporate, and it's like. That's not going to work for you. First of yeah. all, if your location right here on uh, Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard, uh, where the Sahara originally was, yeah. constantly fails. So the best thing to yeah. do is allow us to grow it into something that our community, because the people who are coming from yeah. out of town aren't going to that casino. Oh, yeah, I don't definitely. care what you name it. I don't care what you do. When they had the roller coaster <laughs> there, they would go maybe go to the roller yeah. coaster and get the fuck out. Funny enough, it my, just didn't my work out. old roommate... Uh, my my best friend, he actually went. He stayed the first time uh, he came out here. He stayed at the SLS. Funny yeah. enough, and he it, and it's beautiful. It's a nice hotel. It, yeah. SLS is gorgeous. gorgeous. The rooms are gorgeous. It, the inside was gorgeous. It, but there's just it's something just that, about that it's, location. It's, it's, it's so well, far it's naked. It's Naked City over there, isn't it? Isn't that technically Naked City? Because once you get past technically, once yeah. you get past that, it's Naked yeah, City. It's naked City. And but also, because yeah. of the fact that it's right there, people yeah. are just like, well, I mean, close. I I've been <laughs> I've been there like a couple times. For work, and it's been a little sketch over there, and like especially St. Louis and like all that area. You're like, oh, oh, okay. Like one time, I was sent somewhere. Sorry to cut you off. No, you I was literally sent somewhere. They're like, they think that so like there was something going on in an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Someone was trapped or some shit like that. But someone was locked in. I think, and I'm like, I think it's a homeless person just trapped in a fucking like section where they blocked it out. And like, I think I was hearing a homeless person go, help me. Help me. I'm like, holy shit. I'm going to fucking get It's crazy over there. Yeah. I'm like, so when I was sleeping, when I was homeless and I was sleeping in the music studio, that's where it was. It was in yeah. Naked City. It's right there off, uh, it was on Sahara. Yeah. Before Maryland Parkway, where uh, the parking lot where the green door is. Oh, okay. That's where the music <laughs> studio was. So just imagine 
But it was it was fucking crazy. Yeah. So like it, in our business, it was like a business complex. You go in the door and there's a bunch of businesses yeah, yeah. in the complex. Like you go out and there's like hookers walking around. It was just terrible. Yeah, it sounds. It was. I was in such a deep, plate, dark place. Yeah. But the thing is, I was in like the deepest, darkest corner of Vegas. Yeah. And like having to maintain me. Yeah. Having to be me. Having yeah. to maintain that moral standard, that character, and realizing like, okay. I'm I'm comfortable where I'm at because I'm in a music studio. So yeah. I'm like I make a ton of music. I'm with my music friends. I'm good. But like, I can't stay here. I've got to yeah. move along. And so I had to like rebuild everything, yeah. rebrand everything to get out of there. So that that whole area, that whole section yeah. of, of Naked City is nuts. So it's what did you crazy. do to rebrand yourself then, and the, to get yourself out of that hole? Really, that's them. Because at the time I, I I moved to Salt Lake, and I just oh, okay. I, I just seen something different. Just being in a in a more productive a more uh, peaceful environment and then I started getting closer to nature. Gotcha. And then I just kind of realized like me as a person like I have to just kind of follow where the universe leads me. Yeah. I I try not to control what's going on too much because I I noticed that once I start trying to control things too much that's when like depression, anxiety and and, and expectations for whatever kills the spirit. Gotcha. Okay. If you just kind of just I just realized like even for my lyrical contact those things that I went through had to happen. Yeah. Because the lessons that I'm able to give through my music and just through other other aspects of just speaking in general yeah. came from those experiences. I had to understand what the very bottom was actually like. Gotcha. Because I was raised great. My dad's a firefighter. Yeah. You know, I wasn't raised, you know, as a hoodlum in the hood and we were poor. Yeah. You know, there was times where we struggled. You know, because you know, a lot of times my dad was single and, and, and after he divorced my stepmother and he had to work work yeah. his way through a lot of issues. And so there was times that we struggled and I see my dad struggle and I, and I seen him fight through things. Yeah. But I, I didn't understand being homeless. I didn't yeah. understand having nothing and no one. Not yeah. to just call and be like, hey, you got my back? Yeah. Or to be able to just go to the store and just buy some water. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like. I, I, I never understood the, those kind of struggles. And without understanding those kind of struggles, I don't think you can solve any problems in the world. I honestly don't think you can. If you're, yeah. if you're born into a, a rich family and then you just kind of build wealth from there, how could you possibly understand the bottom 90% yeah. of the humankind? Or the bottom 98%. Yeah, right? Because yeah. the people don't, that's just not, that's not the world that yeah. the majority of people are experiencing. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that I was. I think I'm on a path to where I need to have experiences to share insights and ways to push beyond these things. Because we're at yeah. a we're at a precipice precipice now. Yeah. So, you know, there things have to change. Yeah. We can. It doesn't make sense to live how we're living anymore. No, not at all. It, it's just it's such a strange thing to like. When I see people that are homeless, and I'm like, you could literally just go. There's a dry lake bed. Yeah. Out there that you can just build a big warehouse like building and just put a bunch of beds yeah. in there. Problem yeah, solved. And is- I guarantee you're like, hey. Do campaigns every month yeah. to, to the, the citizens of Las Vegas. Hey, all the homeless people are over there. We need some food this month. And then yeah. we're, we're going to give you, we're, we'll, we'll give money. We'll, we'll give money. I mean, it th- just, I, I just, I just, there's so many easy solutions to problems. Mm-hmm. And with, with the technology that we have, yeah. you know, why are there not farms? Why are there not, uh, what are they called? The, um, the large scale, um, Wind, the uh, windmill thing? No, not the the, the farms. The uh, um, um, vertical farming. Oh, vertical farming. Yes. Why are we not utilizing that? To why are there not massive, massive greenhouses? There should of, be. Of, 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 of vertical farming going on. Yeah. You know why? Why aren't we building a system to where every community has its own vertical farm? The center of the yeah. communities, uh, 
um, parks, yeah. a vertical farm, and then the, the, the little communities built around it. And you have a bunch of those. Yeah. We don't, the system that we have doesn't make any sense. We, we're so far beyond this now. Yeah. But the people in power are holding do us back. Do you think also, um, do you think also that could be from like different parts of the, the area too? Because like me being back home in New Jersey, I mean, the suburbs in Jersey, I feel like are a lot different than the suburbs out here. For you know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. so it's a different, I guess, quality of life in that nature. If, if everyone had the same suburb life in Jersey as they did out here, I think shit would be a hell of a lot different in that regard. Yeah, and Vegas is a it's a different. It's a city. weird town. Yeah, but it's a town where like I feel like, I feel like Vegas should be a. What's the best word? It should be a test city. It should be a city that we use to test everything. All, all we have is casinos. Yeah. So it's like, well, we just have casinos and people come here and gamble and it makes a lot of money. Yeah. So there's so there's a few million people who can survive yeah. here because there's a ton of money. Okay, cool. So we don't have any real purpose like LA yeah. and New York and you know Chicago like they yeah. have you know Chicago has all all the industry yeah. and then New York has all the business yeah, and yeah. LA has all the you know the movie and film yeah, yeah. and so we have they have their energies right yeah, yeah Vegas like I've always feel like it should just be the city that where all the new technologies yeah. all the new advancements should be here there shouldn't be anybody here paying for energy yeah energy should be 100% free in Vegas because so, we we know we have yeah. the technology to provide it, test it in this city. So basically, become the Silicon Valley yeah, here. For yeah, for sure, it makes sense. This is how I feel it. Silicon no. Valley is where they build everything. Yeah, Vegas at this point should be where they show it off. Yeah, it should just be a giant showroom of what the future that of the world sense. looks like. That makes total lot. That makes a lot of sense because it, it again, there's a lot of acreage of land that you can use for all that Ton. shit. Yeah. And then you have the casinos. Yeah, why are the casino? The casinos should be the number one. Experience yeah. for new technologies did you, in the world. Did, did you hear about Atari's? Uh, yes, I, mean, I already know that's did, gonna be fire. I want to go to Circa. Her Circa's dope too. Twenty uh, eighth is when they open. Yeah, um, but also Litecoin. But Atari looks dope. Litecoin though. partnered with Atari. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Litecoin Foundation partnered with Atari. So but, they're gonna do some kind of coin type thing. So what I know right now, and I thought it's gonna happen with the casino, is that Litecoin and Atari is supposed to make a new video game system. And they're supposed to use their to tokens, the Litecoin tokens, as like the currency of if you want to use it for the game store. From what I've read, I, I would love to see that implemented. Exclusive, you know, exclusively? From what I know, I think so. I can send you a link. and I, I mean, yeah. it's been a while since I read it. But still, like, in, it's talking about like the technology in that, in that regard. I think that's a great idea. Like if they included cryptocurrency into like the Atari hotel in some weird way, because that'd be fire. Because like you leave with a hundred bucks and you... Two hours later, you have fucking 150 bucks, maybe, depending right. on how it's traded. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so much to do. And also, I mean, we had the, the resort swirl. That should be interesting, too, that LED board. I'm excited about that, too. I am, too. And then, I mean, it's it's weird, man, because, like, the strip's great because we don't do state taxes. Yeah. Like, it's it's also, like, that's the problem. If we didn't have the strip, we would have, probably have some state taxes. For sure. Fucked up somehow. But this, this is my thing, is... Whenever we find a benefit in the, yeah. in, in, the, in the current way that America works, you find a benefit, and they're like, well, we gave you this benefit, so we're not going to give you these. Yeah. It's like, but you could give us these. Yeah. And you could still be a billionaire. There's no... Like, yeah. literally, you can do no state tax, yeah. provide energy, provide yep. health care, do these things, Did we get and you the, would still be ridiculously rich beyond what you could we, spend. We get the fucking uh, energy guys to come to the house still and they're like you want to put energy on like you want to put solar on your house like you don't have to pay for it yada 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 I'm like 
bro, I know how that goes. You're going to make us pay for it in the long run. We're yeah. still like $30,000 and we won't make any profit back until like 30 years later. And who knows if we'll be in this house for 30 years. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll move. Who knows? Like, But this is my, this is my gripe with that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Our generation has to take that sacrifice. Yeah. For the next generations to not have to. Yeah. Because that's what that's how it's always been. New technology comes. Yeah. The generation, current generation, kind of bears the brunt of that. Yeah, yeah. We hold it on our shoulders, and we get through that. And then once oh. we get through that, the prices slam down. I feel like the generation before ours hasn't taken that brunt at all. So I think I'll, I'll put facts. It, I'll put it on that. Facts. They, they've been no in, facts. Yeah. No, that, that's absolutely true, and yeah. and that's why you see a lot of the chaos that's happening. I mean, but the '90s, we're not talking about we're not talking about millennials, right? We're talking no. about like Gen Gen was it Gen X's Gen X, yeah. yeah. And 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 I think the '90s is responsible for that. Yeah, the well, world lived a pretty cool. The '90s was dope. Yeah, like when I was in the '90s, the 90s and I was got, going through the '90s, yeah. like. Nobody was worried about politics and these yeah, problems. Yeah. All they all they cared about was MTV and BET. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they didn't v- hey, they, what about VH1? Pop up VH1, yeah, for sure. VH1. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck about nothing yeah. else. It but, got weird, man. Shit got weird. Like the eight, like it got a- weird because as technology grew, yeah, the consequences got harsher. Yeah, and because they didn't pay attention, I don't know if they didn't pay attention to the consequences. Mm-hmm. Or like conspiracy theory says, it was done intentionally. Yeah, you know, Facebook was a CIA operation. Yeah, I don't know what is yeah, true, yeah. but I know that overall the aspect was more negative than it was positive. Yeah, I know that it pushed people into. You know, they say social media. Is it really social? It's not is really. It, is being online actually social? And I no. mean, I guess over time we redefine things. But for me, like social media would be. You come together, maybe you make your plans or you see what's awesome to do yeah. on the social media and then you talk to a few people, yeah. hey, you want to meet me here for this cool concert yeah, or whatever, yeah. whatever the fuck it is, and then y'all go and be social yeah. in the world. Yeah, I agree. That, that's what I, that's how I feel like it should should have happened. Yeah. But it didn't happen. It, it brought people in, inside their house. It kept and, them in their house. And it made people think they can say whatever the fuck they want and have no consequences as if people like me yeah. won't slap the shit out of them. Yeah. It's, yeah. Pe- it, it, people are absolutely crazy balls, on social balls media. Balls crazy. Like, they're, they'll say whatever say the fuck they want. crazy like, shit. I mean, seriously, there's... It, it, and again, I hate getting political on the show, and I'm, I'm trying not to do it. Like, it's... I was talking to a friend, uh, and even just in general, like, the whole mess thing. Like, people talk about, like, oh, I'm getting rid of my civil liberty. Like, you know, civil liberties. And I'm like, if you go into a store... Your civil liberties are totally gone right there, aren't yeah, they? I mean, like, yeah, immediately. It's a private, it's a private place yeah. of establishment. Like, people don't understand. People don't understand that. that. Like, I, I just don't get. People it. don't understand how their government works. Yeah, they don't understand how the private sector works. They just, they don't understand free freedom. Pretty much, it's freedom is like okay, it's what is happening yeah. outside. Yeah, that's what freedom should yeah. be. Freedom is and in your whatever house. you when, when you're outside, <laughs> yeah. like. You should have the rights and just be left the fuck alone. Yeah. Do what you want to do. If you want to, I don't care if you're you want to dress like yeah. a clown. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. do. Want. Freedom. But once you walk in somebody's private establishment, yep. those same laws yeah. provide them the ability to be free and say, "Hey, I don't want you in my establishment." Yeah, or I want you to do these things in my and, establishment. And I think that's where civil respect has got lost in the yeah. last uh, probably four years. I would say. Yeah. 
be honest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but Trump, yeah. Trump just for whatever <laughs> Trump came and was just like, oh, we don't know how to fuck act anymore. This yeah. is crazy. Well, he, has, he hasn't known how to act since the. You know, I have a theory about that too. Trump, and Trump's not the problem. It's not the problem. He's just a consequence. He is. He, he's he's, he's been because he's been irrelevant since the Kardashians, and then he needed to be relevant again, so he started this whole thing about everything and. Nature got angry like an angry grandpa. Yeah, that's that's my nature's theory. like. Whoa, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> so get the let, fucking guy. Let's do this. Fuck this. Let's do. Who hired him? <laughs> Here comes the virus. But the, the, yeah, but you guys Maybe turn your favor. Turn on the virus. Turn on the virus. Time. But like, and it's, it's these times are nuts, bro. Yeah. Like, and the crazy thing for me is, is like, as I talk shit about Trump, yeah. it's not like. I can go to the other side and be like, but here's oh, yeah. our solution to Trump. Yeah. You know, so it's just like... It's both sides. Here's yeah. the other Trump, but he says he's not Trump, but he actually is Trump yeah. too, but who knows what's happening anymore. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Biden is fucking ass. I don't, Biden supporters, you guys this, are going to be mad at me. This will be out after Biden's and the election, okay, so actually. If, so. so when you guys hear this, Biden is probably already the president. You so, could be wrong, though. I mean, so, there's a who knows? chance. I don't even know what to say because I'm just not trying to get thrown into like a prison or something yeah. or a FEMA camp or some weird shit because <laughs> these people are fucking nuts. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. It's crazy. Oh, my God. I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm dreading the day when the elections, like when the election happens and the day after and the day after because like I'm just waiting for it to be finished. Protest. Protest. We're, that's going to be at least. At least a year, pro- bro. There's, it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't what matter side what happens. wins. Yeah. Both sides are angry right Did now. Did you hear? There's uh, a bunch of fucking angry people. I'm just like, bro, smoke some weed, yeah. go meditate, go to, go to Sedona, buy some crystals, <laughs> and chill the fuck out. Buy buy and, you a buy you a, a bamboo, buy you a bamboo, water it. You know, water yeah. it. Make sure it's taken care of. Yeah. You're good. There, but no, they're like, I'm going to get a rifle and an American flag. And I'm just like, okay, that's did, fine. I have a rifle, did, did, too. Did you, did you hear I, about this? Chill. Uh, inter, some international watchdog was taught, like, they check out wars around, like, the world and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, America is now primed to have a civil war within itself. Of course like, we are. Of course yeah, we it's, are. In, in, it's crazy. And it's, it's insane to think that we're going to have the second civil war of America. But the thing is, this is... It's a different civil war. Here's the reality, yeah. though. The second... We go into a civil war, and then I say this from somebody as a Marine, Yeah, you know, and, and I grew up around firefighters, you know, yeah. I, I, I know a lot of officers. They have not, as much as people want to believe that they've picked sides, they haven't. Yeah. The, the military and, and the officers, they've not, there is no like, I'm going to go with the left, I'm going to yeah. go support the right. That's not how it plays out. So you have the entire right who, yeah. who are doing this, they're doing their uh, freedom, blue lives matter. Yeah. There's no such thing as a blue life. First off, I just want to put that out there as a uh, disclaimer. Well, uh, blue life is a job. You're not born blue. Uh, there is. You're smurfs. not a fucking Smurf. <laughs> but um, the blue lives matter yeah. of movement, and they're coming. And they're like, yeah, they're gonna back us. Yeah. And to me, that's like them. Some that, that they're like the fucking nerds that are yeah. high, that like found the cool kid that is nice to nerds, yeah, yeah. and they're trying to hide behind them. And I, and, and I, and I want to tell those people, yeah. it's not gonna fucking work out that way. It's not going to... These yeah. people are not picking sides. They're not yeah. going to be like, we're going to defend the right. No, they're going to do what the federal government says. Yeah. They're just going to say, lock them all the fuck down. Yeah. That's all that's going to happen. We're yeah. going to fight each other, and then the military is going to be contacted, yeah. and they're going to be given their orders, and the military are going to act on those orders. Yeah. They're not going to disobey their commanders. They're not going to say, well, I, I'm American, so I'm not going to do what you said because yeah. I believe in the No, they're going to do yeah. exactly what the fuck the federal government says, and they're going to lock it all down, and then we're going to martial law. Yep. And then the minute that we go to martial law, it's not going to be – it's not like Americans are going to just be like, all right, well, I'm going to listen now. I'm going to yeah. behave. 
It's just I'm on punishment, so I'm just yeah. gonna go in the house. I'll How many of us stayed the fuck in the house when we were on punishment? Yeah, right. None of us. Yeah, well, we didn't I stay. Did. We did. Well, I didn't for sure. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> hey, we didn't stay in the fucking house. You try to punish us, and it's like, yeah, you have to go to sleep eventually. Yeah. And my friends stay up all night. Yeah. I'm definitely sneaking out. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm definitely out the window and I jumping am, down the garage. I'm afraid of my parents. <laughs> oh, 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 my dad used to be the shot. I'm not terrible. I was, I wasn't scared yeah. of any man that was asleep. No, I'm just kidding. No, my dad's a firefighter, yeah. so he would fly out yeah. and be out of town for days. Yeah, yeah. So I'd just be like, yes. We had a babysitter, and I'm just like, she ain't gonna come check my room. Yeah, she's we'll she's asleep. Door. <laughs> we'll lock it. She's probably down there partying with her yeah. friends or somewhere. <laughs> because for for like a couple, like a year or so, it was like a younger younger yeah. person. So she would have a friend over. Putting the uh, glass to the bottom of the floor, <laughs> listening. Like, all right, all right. I can leave now. <laughs> Where you get the mirror so yeah. you can look and yeah. see what's happening on the other side Not of like the a door. Telescope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I just this. Everything that's happening right now, yeah. this chaos that's happening, I don't know, man. It's just... It's crazy. I don't... And I, I'm all about manifestation. Yeah. But I don't see how we get out of this connected. And I don't see how we get out of this without some kind of drastic conflict that shocks America. Yeah. I think, it needs, I think and, it's necessary. And, I think America needs to get a reality check and step back and be like, whoa, we're fucking up. Yeah. And I, I I agree with you completely on that, but like it sucks. But who in the world's gonna give America a reality check? The who in the the world? Who the Doctor Who? No. CDC. Oh, who? <laughs> uh, CDC right now is clearly giving yeah. us a fucking reality check. Yeah, right? everyone's giving a reality check. Uh, even like every country in the na- like every country uh, like out besides America, like Europe again. I think CDC's ass. I don't. I'm, I believe them and I don't believe them at the same time. Because no one knows. I, I, I feel like. Truth, yeah. and then an exaggeration of truth yeah. to maintain power. I just feel like that's just reality of it. I just, you know. I, I just don't know what to believe. I mean, I believe. I mean, I believe in what's going on. I have a yeah, the virus is yeah, real. It's, people it's who real. say the virus is fake is the virus is five G. I'm just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, there's there's too many tinfoil hatters nowadays yeah. too. Because you know what? Too the problem is. Like I know we got into a long tangent about like now conspiracy theories. Yeah, I, I don't even know how we got here. It, it it happens on the show. But we have arrived. We have arrived. Um, but like the crazy thing is like, there's the web 3.0 information is so disconnected. Yeah. And it's so crazy, like just the far right stuff and the far left stuff. Like I tell people this all the time. Like read three three different articles. Always. And, and, and that's not and, enough. And that's not enough. It's not but, enough. But read three, at least, and you can kind of find a middle ground. Yeah. And then also, double-check some of these websites because people don't realize a lot of them are satires, too. Yeah. Like... That's the craziest thing yeah. to me, when people don't realize it's satire. Yeah. And I'm just, I sit that back because like, you have, like, like the Babylon Bee. Yeah. Or uh, Babylon, Tater's Gonna Tate. Babylon Bee has actually been around for... Yeah. God, like a decade, like yeah. crazy amount of time, like Even the back in the nine eleven days, <laughs> yeah, and the onion, yeah. yeah. And when I read these things, like you can literally read the sarcasm, yeah. Especially if you're a sarcasm, yeah. you're both sarcastic yeah. people. We we use a lot of sarcasm yeah. just in general. And when you're a sarcastic person, you can read it and you can be like, okay, yeah. I mean, now I've studied news enough to know, like, I could just look at the website and be like, okay, I know it's satire. Yeah. I, I know what the satire is. You know yeah. But if you don't know, if there's some like new one, yeah. and you look at it. You can read the sarcasm. I, I, it's kind of common sense. It's just... I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll leave it at this. I'll make it very vague. Someone I know posted a, a, a Taters Gonna Tate website, which is the satire website. Mm-hmm. It's about from Republicans. Mm-hmm. And it was about like some crazy like thing about, I think, Hillary Clinton. Was it Q? It, it wasn't a Q, a Q thing. It was just some like crazy thing. And the person, Q almost got me. 
Uh, yeah, Q. I admit it. They almost got me. You know what, dude? They it it. This pa- is the, the, past I, predicts the future is like the stupidest fucking shit ever. I this heard. is my thing with Q. So, I'm a bit of conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah. I'm a conspiracy. I enjoy them. I'm a conspiracy theorist in two ways. Number one, it's just enjoyable. Yeah, it's good entertainment. Like yeah. what, what people what entertain people. I think is what people get entertained by. I think is retarded. Yeah, I get entertained by conspiracy theorists. Yeah, just because it makes you like you can go down a rabbit take hole. the world and you can go down a rabbit hole yeah. and it makes you think about things differently. Yeah, and then you may not believe what the conspiracy says, but you'll see a different angle yeah. and you'll look at the world and be like, oh, I see something different. And, but what for me? Yeah. I believe in conspiracy theories to the point that what's happening to us is a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. There is, I have 100% believe there's a group of people who are in power that are yeah. conspiring to stay in power. Yeah. For me, like, I don't think that's a big, difficult concept yeah, yeah. to understand. Understandable. If you become a football player and you win a championship, you want to keep winning that yeah, championship. Yeah, no, definitely. So, and, and you're going to figure out every way you can win that championship yeah. the best that you can. You're going to write new plays. You're going to recruit new players. Work you're, harder, yeah. That's it. So, yeah. and I feel like power is the same. Yeah. You're going to do whatever you can to maintain that. So, I do believe that there's something happening in politics in the world that we don't understand. Now, do I believe that these people are lizards? No. I, I don't know about that. But and and I technically I won't say that I don't believe it. Yeah. The reason why I say I won't I don't believe it is because is if you look at ancient cultures, yeah. what's where did the obsession with reptiles come from? You know, if you look mm-hmm. at Samaria, if you look at you know the uh, 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 Mutual Khan and the pyramids in South America, uh, wasn't the Mayan, uh, Mayan, yeah. Aztecs? There's all of them, uh, even Egypt, yeah. uh, the cobras. Yeah, there's a ancient cultures respected and had this admiration for reptiles, and we know that for a yeah. fact. Where did that come from? How they build the pyramids. And then when they find ancient technologies that they look and they carbonate and they're millions of yeah. years old. What is that? Yeah. Are is carbon dating wrong? And if if carbon dating's wrong, why are we saying that we know history? Yeah. Because if it's wrong, it's wrong a hundred percent. Yeah. Not, well, we just got those ones wrong. Everything else is right. No, motherfucker, it's wrong. Yeah. So you're finding these things and it's saying they're millions of years old, but then you're finding dinosaurs and they're they're having this different timeline. Yeah. You you see what I'm saying? So yeah. It's, yeah. It, 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 some, no one, something yeah. weird is happening. So that's why I say. It's not that I don't believe there's some kind of reptilian race. Yeah. It's just that's a lot. Yeah, that's heavy for me. Like I rather not even focus on. Yeah, that. I don't think about that shit. You know, I, I'm gonna stay up at if, night. If yeah, if you're if you're if you're in government and you're a reptile, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, just don't be an asshole. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I just I don't know what's happening around us. It, I know that what they're telling yeah. us is happening. It's not true. It's, it's not funny right. though when I see some of like the videos where like look at this person as a reptile and it's their like, eyes are changing. Yeah, but like I'm like well think about it this way I'm like. Let's look at the video. Let's break it down. Like, the light might be different. There's yeah. a whole bunch of things, especially with photos, too. 90-90% is easy to Like, debunk. my favorite is, like, when they, like, they uh, they compared the, the Queen Elizabeth and how it was a clone of Queen Elizabeth and how she was last year and how she was this year. I'm like, okay. So she got old? Yeah, <laughs> and got, also, instead, she aged a little bit. instead of using her right hand, she used her left hand. I'm like... That, that, yeah. But things like that, <laughs> like, we, we could... Are you what? What are you right or left-handed? I'm left-handed, but I, but uh, hear, hear me most out. Most left-handed people are, are kind of ambidextrous. But I throw my right. I can't write with my right. I can throw my right. See and my left. So so it's different. Yeah. So left-handed people are a little bit different. A little weird. Yeah. I notice that most left-handed people I meet yeah. do something with their right. Yeah. Hand. yeah. 
all right-handed people I, I meet, left-hand is fucking retarded. Yeah. You know, unless they, I, I know people who are athletes yeah. or fighters yeah. who train their left hand. Because they want I know that, as a drummer, yeah. I yeah. trained my yeah, left yeah. hand. You know, so I understand that, but I can't write with my left yeah. hand. I could probably, maybe because I drum, I could write maybe a little bit better than most people who yeah. are right-handed. But for whatever reason, left-handed people seem to extend a little bit more yeah. power to their right hand than right-handed people will to their left hand. So I I, I acknowledge things yeah. like that. Okay, okay that's curious. Yeah. Why do you see her doing everything right-handed and all of a sudden I know where she's doing everything left-handed? That is strange. But she, it so was I, like I noticed everything. It was just like her position... Was her other hand? I like, see. That's doing too much. Yeah, yeah it's that's like, doing too much. Right, guys, that's reaching. You, yeah, you can tell when there's they're certain reaching. reaches. That I'm like, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, and you see it all the time. But then you ha- you have crazy stuff like Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. So yeah. Bob Lazar is the dude who came out from Era 51, Element 15. Oh, that guy who was like the time traveler. No, 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 no. no. Bob Lazar. So he had uh, discovered Element 15. He came out and basically identified these yeah. UFOs that were being tested oh, in okay, Area, yeah, yeah. Area 51. Um, and basically he was able to prove most of it. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, it was like a decade after he was talking about element 15. Yeah. We finally discovered element 15. So it was a real thing. So it's like, how did this, not only did he know the name of it, he knew all of its properties. He knew what its, its compounds were. He knew what it did. Yeah. And then we supposedly didn't find it, didn't discover it for a decade later. Something's wrong Something, there, yeah, right? That's wrong, yeah. That's something wrong. There's no possible yeah, yeah. way that that happened. Yeah. And so when I look at that, okay, Element 15 was yeah. around way longer than they told it was around, yeah. obviously. So he saw some things that he couldn't explain. Yeah. And basically, he said, what he explained it as and what he said he was told, because um, he was a scientist for Air 15, was that... These ships, Area 51? These ships, uh, I mean, Area 15, Element 15, yeah. Area 51. These ships were not from here. Yeah. The techno- well, well, how he explained it was the ships that he saw were ours, yeah. but the technology for them came from other ships that they found. That's fascinating. That were not from here. And then what just happened this year? Yeah. The CIA ra- ra- Said, uh, released yeah. all those records saying, we have vehicles yeah. that are off-world. So what does that mean? Does that mean that you have been to other planets and built vehicles, yeah. Or does that mean that vehicles not from this planet have with, come here, with yeah. habitants that we don't understand have come here? Yeah. Those, that's the only two things it can mean. Both of those say we don't fucking understand what's happening around yeah. us. Because if you've been to another planet and built a spacecraft, number one, why didn't you build a spacecraft here in, 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 on our planet? Yeah. Number two. You built a fucking spacecraft. Yeah, we would. Right? I, like, think we, like, I think someone would know about it. Like, and we're not talking about just like space. We're not talking about yeah. rockets. We're talking about these things are defying gravity. Yeah. And then you have the uh, the um, uh, the CI records of the Air Force of, yeah. of all their experiences of them following crafts and yeah. the crafts jumping to three inches above the ocean line in one second from thirty thousand miles Holy and shit. jumping up yeah. to space. Like, that's not, that's not normal. That's not normal at all. And so when you sit back, and, and Bob Lazar was the first one who was giving us this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he was, back then in the 90s, 80s, 90s, oh, he's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And now the CIS were like, actually, no, nah, like, these are things are happening. And so we know yeah, yeah. there's something happening in our planet we don't understand. It's likely that aliens exist. Yeah. And it's very likely that we've had some kind of contact with them. And so then when you start hearing rumors, there's reptilian-like people in the government. Yeah. It's like, okay, so they're lying about that, 
Yeah. So now I can't say they're lying about that. Yeah. I have to say that I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm stuck in this middle ground of I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. And that's not a, that's I don't think that's a, a fair and okay place to be as as a citizen of this planet. Yeah. And I think that most of the damage that's being caused is because there's so many secrets. Yeah. And in order to hide those secrets, gotta kill people. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest problem. At some point, and I and I think a lot of it is movies. Like in movies, is like, well, we don't we don't tell people these things are going on because the people are gonna panic. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think people are gonna panic if you tell well, us the aliens are real and you've been talking to. I them. mean, the I don't think we're gonna too, riot for that. I think also too, like people have imaginations too. Like mm-hmm. so, sometimes in Hollywood, they're writing stuff that's the imagination. Yeah, like and 100%. Just, it just so happens. I know coincidences like are far between, but some shit like. Fucking happens where it's like, oh shit, like, actually fucking kind of mirror something. This is what I feel about it. I feel like I believe in frequencies. Yeah. So I'd be like, in certain frequencies, only yeah. a certain amount of things can exist. Yeah. Our mind in this frequency can only think so far. Yeah. And I think those things that we can think within this frequency are things that are actually tangible. Yeah. You know, we think, you know, you, you, you create a monster, right? But if you really were to go and study and break down that monster and yeah. how it how it operates, what it feeds on. Yeah. It's not actually scientifically impossible because it probably feeds on something something that actually does exist yeah. within science because you can't think about you, I don't yeah. I, I don't believe that anybody can think outside of science. And I think that science only explains what's happening in this frequency. Yeah. And and so if it's in this frequency, how can you possibly if you could think outside of this frequency you should be able to travel to the next frequency. Yeah. Because you understand it. Yeah. There's no way we can understand it. We, we're, we're, we're a broadband of frequencies. We operate in this level. Yeah. And so I think for the... And, and, and I've asked myself, why is everything the same? Movies, television yeah. shows, it's all the same. Why are we are we just not that creative? And I think it's just because we think the same shit because it operates in our field of view, in our field of, field of understanding. And that's why yeah. we keep creating the same shit or, over Or Hollywood's just so feeling like we got to be safe. We'll go back to the well. I just I try to I think part of it is is Holly, I'm I'm sure that Hollywood pushes pushes things sometimes and I'm sure the government comes like nah bro can't yeah, do that you know maybe. I I a hundred percent that believe why else do we have Hollywood? Well, Hollywood was created when they made the movies because that's where they. I'm saying why it. do we do we need Hollywood to have I, movies? I think well the thing is about, it necessary? Well, I mean you can make a movie anywhere though technically. That's I mean, what I'm saying. So why do we have for me? I think Hollywood is yeah. a way. It, it's obviously some somebody or some group of people wanted to centralize the movie yeah. experience. They wanted to limit it. They said we want this power of movies and, and mm-hmm. television and everything. We want it to be represented in this one central power well, form. Well, think about like. I mean, this is really a theory, I guess, in a sense, and just my thinking about it. If you like, look at the 1900s when movies were being made and stuff like that. Look at Chaplin and all that stuff. They were all in Hollywood. They were in Hollywood that earlier part of it. They because, all started it, yeah. Because I guess the landscape in California is so vast. We have desert. You have forestry. You have all that shit. Yep. That's probably why they made the yeah, Hollywood that makes there. Sense. The location, the location makes, makes, sense. makes sense. But it what doesn't make sense to me is the fact that Hollywood exists. Yeah. To me, it's like. Start a film, just like every like yeah. every other business. Start a film company here, yeah. and then you start a film company here. Not all the film companies go to this yeah. one fucking little neighborhood and, yeah. and just all operate together. Something to me just doesn't feel right about that. Something to me feels like there's an outside source that's like, hey, fuck y'all. We need to have some level of control over this yeah. so that we can control the rest of these people. 
we don't need ideas outside of what we believe is yeah. best for them growing because then we no longer have power. And so I do believe there's some kind of connection between CI and Hollywood, FBI and Hollywood, yeah. government and Hollywood. I believe there's a connection there of control. Yeah. It has to be. Well, I mean, look it at, I mean, look be. at, look at, if you go back again, back in the old days of Hollywood, like JFK, not JFK, sorry, um, Hoover mm-hmm. was hanging around in Hollywood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, in the I mean, very beginning of yeah. it, politics in Hollywood was, was, yeah. was super close. Yeah. And it stayed that And that way. happened with the McCarthy, the Red Scare, too. Red Scare, yeah. Yeah, the blacklist of uh, celebrities who couldn't be in movies after that. Yep. It was. That shit, Charlie. I think Charlie Chaplin was one of them who was on that. And that's the thing: how the government can tell us who can, who can, and cannot be in movies. Yeah. And the thing is, think about Charlie Chaplin. Think about what he's famous for. Yeah. His most famous speech. The dictator. You know, the dictator. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Why would America, who hates dictators, want to silence that? Yeah. Why would we want to make that quiet? If anything, America should have spread that across the world. Yeah. Of who we are and what we believe, yeah. they should have been like, "That's genius. We need to use this and market this." Well, also that goes back to even the the government in a sense being connected to the papers too, in that regard. Because then, like you know, we get the Red Scare papers coming out, and like, "Don't go this guy, don't go this guy." Right. So there's a whole bunch of shit there too. Yep. Government has hands in every pocket. Yeah, they have their and hands, and they probably everywhere. have my hand in my pocket too right now. Oh, they have their hands <laughs> in all of us, our pockets. It's called taxes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. their hands will never be out of our pockets. Nope, never, That's never, for sure. never, never. And even with taxes, I'm not so much against taxes. I'm against the, I'm against taxing people yeah. and building a society and a culture around not understanding that, disconnecting. What? Explain them that from one. That. Yeah. Okay. So just having a disconnect. People are not really, you know, unless you take some kind of special magnet program financial yeah. course in high school, there's no like finances class. Yeah. Like, your junior year, senior year of high school, there should be a finances class I, that just specifically is based around, like, hey, this is how you manage your finances yeah. as an adult to profit the country. It's crazy. Simple idea. It's crazy. I actually learned, like, my checking account and, like, bank account stuff. I mean, for my parents, yeah, but also in school, we learned about a checking account and stuff like that. In a Catholic school, I went yeah, see? to. Yeah, But you went to a grade, Catholic yeah. school. Yeah. These, these, these schools, like, in the ghettos aren't teaching yeah. people that shit. It's crazy. You but, have teachers sitting there just, five plus five is ten. Yeah. You get the wrong answer, they fail you, they don't care. Yeah. They're not sitting there like, I, I, this kid's failing, I need to get him through it, yeah. I need to spend more time with him. No, these teachers go in, they, they, most of them get a paycheck, and then they go home and they deal with their families. Yeah. It's the, we don't have this culture of understanding, really understanding the importance of real education. Yeah. We're learning a bunch of bullshit that we don't know half the time. Yeah. You know, we don't need to know. You That's know, like true. it doesn't ma- it doesn't make sense that you're you're pushing high school kids into trigonometry and there's not just a mandatory basic and, and there's some, there are some states that have it. Yeah. There are some states that have suburban schools that have a mandatory finance class. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to find that in the hood. Yeah, you will find a finance class in fucking college. Yeah, and, and then you become a finance financial consultant, whatever it is. Like, and, finance, and it's not, and, yeah. and, and it's once you learn finances, yeah, just as a regular person, yeah, this this idea that it's super complicated is bullshit. No, it, 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 it is super complicated as far as the entire thing, yeah, but it's not complicated as being an individual who needs to not to be in debt and be homeless. Yeah, there's enough the, the information to not at least do that to to understand the idea of getting a good credit score. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself 
purposely in debt and managing that debt to push the score up. Yeah. So you can maintain a decent lifestyle. That idea, once you really understand it, is not very complicated. Yeah. And then we pretend it is, and then we're like, oh, we this this group of people isn't advanced enough to understand this. No, bullshit. Yeah. You suck, and you aren't aren't willing to go to that group of people and teach them what they need to know. Yeah. Because you understand that with their success means that your power drops. And that's what's really happening. Yeah. You know? So, it's... This world we're in is crazy. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot of shit going on all at once. I don't know how the fuck we stay in state. I don't even we're, know. How, we're saying staying sane. I don't even know how twenty twenty one is gonna look. That's the crazy I'm, thing. I'm scared. I, I, like, I'll be honest. I, I'm a very and you've you've known me for a yeah. long time. I'm yeah. a very positive person. You are a very positive person. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm. Uh, um, why. Why are these words escaping? He me might now? not sound like a negative Nancy right now, but he's a very positive person if you meet him in person. <laughs> well, this this is this is how I am. I yeah. I believe that being a positive, loving, happy person doesn't mean you can't talk about the bad, the dark, well, you, and what's going you on. You need to it's talk about that. It's actually the too. ability to be able to talk about yeah. those things, and not like I'm not going to walk around yeah. away from this conversation sad and depressed, yeah. right? Like I'm just I gonna, hope not. I'm going to go back into the world, <laughs> yeah. and, to, and to, even as we give this conversation, I'm going to continue to give you love and light, yeah. the best that I can. Yeah, you know, but. You have to acknowledge what's happening, and you have to be able to discuss it, because at some point, just 7.8, billion people in the world, mm-hmm. and what happens next with the world, goes all the way down to one individual. Yeah. There's facts. Every single one of us is, is, is a piece of what's happening in the world, and we have to act as such. This whole idea of, I'm just an individual, I can't change anything... That's retarded. Yeah. Because now you have eight billion people who can't change anything, and yeah. they're all changing everything at the same time. That's true. Doesn't it? Doesn't make. I. I don't know where we got this idea where me as an individual can't change anything. It just break it down to to physics. Yeah. The individual atom. The individual atom is the most. You if you break an atom, if you get a nuclear bomb. Yeah. You destroy a whole city. That's how much power is in it. So just imagine we're made up of billions, trillions of atoms or whatever yeah, it shit. is. <laughs> and without those atoms operating the way that they do, we wouldn't function. Our heart beats, yeah. our, our breathing, our lungs, our, the way that our, however the hell our brain uses our pineal gland to have consciousness, whatever consciousness yeah. is, because we really don't understand yeah. it. It all has to happen, has to work and sync together. Yeah. And to believe that individual human beings don't work exactly like that is yeah. retarded. It, it, everything in the universe from what I see is just a mirror of itself. Yeah. Just getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. in scope. You know, you go from atoms and cells to to quarks. Yeah. To actual organs, to actual individuals. To the solar system, to the universe, to the yeah. multiverse. Do you, yeah, and then our, you, and then you we, believe in the multiverse? How can you not? Yeah, like slider style. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to believe that that's just the universe, and then the, that, like that's I, I yeah, don't. That's it. Oh. Is is there real? Is there any real reason to believe that's true? Now, I I respect the fact that we can't understand anything beyond the universe, but then once you start. Studying quantum physics yeah. and understanding how quantum physics works and what it's telling us, yeah. that next thing that it tells us is like, okay, well, there has to be multiverses. Well, string, string, is it? Is string, string theory, theory? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. String theory is insane. Like, and the Einstein Rosenberg and even bridge, right? String like theory is, that... is starting to kind of even fall apart now, though, too. There's yeah. just, you know, there's missing links to string theory that are starting to make it kind of collapse. Oh, really? But I think, 
I think that it's because we're getting into a phase of quantum physics where it's just like things probably collapse and recreate themselves yeah. a lot. You know, that's yeah, probably they, pretty normal in that world. I mean, just think about bad. it. You can change an atom here, yeah. and then somewhere billions of light years away, it changes the entire metaphysics of a star. You can sneeze today, and Nuts. then it changes like your whole life tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> It's nuts. It's insane. It, the, the quantum entanglement yeah. is a crazy idea. Yeah. And when you sit <laughs> back and you're like, from what we understand the world, but then once you get deeper into it, it's not yeah. that crazy. It's really not that crazy that everything that happens in this universe is going to affect the entire thing yeah. quantumly. It, that's once you, once you can kind of sit down and just realize, like, nothing that I do, if, if I move, yeah. you see it, the cameras pick it yeah. up. It makes some kind of a sound. It disrupts the airflow in the room. Mm. Like there's so many. Of course, it ripples out. Yeah. Of course, the of course the universe is yeah. experiencing that, right? If I hit this table, that sound. Yeah. Of course, that changes the entire universe. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect. Actually, makes perfect sense when you yeah. think about it, because the universe exists. Some point in that universe, something happened, but that still that happened within yeah. the universe. So of course, it changes everything in the universe. That happens in our body. Yeah. You know, something changes in our body. Our body feels it. You yeah. know, an artery starts to get clogged. Our whole body shuts feels down. It, yeah. You have a heart, ac heart attack and, you know, it shuts down. So, I mean, it makes sense. Quantum physics makes sense. Quantum entanglement makes sense on that level. But then you just have to think about everything that would have to happen for that to take place. For a particle here in billions of light years to mirror and do the same thing, that means there's just the level of understanding that we have, that gap of understanding that we have is incredible. There's so much shit that we can't possibly understand. And I don't think we'll ever, there will never be a time where humanity in this frequency, in, in this flesh, yeah. will really fully understand what the fuck's happening around us. Yeah, we'll definitely I think be dead. I think the simple, simplicity of it is, hey, I don't want to fucking live a shitty life here. Yeah. I know it's not going to last very long. Yeah. I don't. Why would I want you to live a shitty life? Yeah. You're not gonna be here very long. Let's just do some cool shit together. Yeah, maybe hey, maybe know? the next life is like friends. that. If people believe in that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I I believe when you start talking about things like the next life, yeah, that's a, it's such a complicated thing. I, oh yeah, no, definitely. I don't believe in death. Yeah, just because I believe in I believe in science. Yeah. Science is that energy can cannot be created or destroyed. Yeah, and so I'm energy. Yeah, you're energy. So that means you can't die. Yeah. You can't be destroyed. Your vessel is so, just yeah, destroyed. Yeah, this physical thing, and it's, yeah. and it's not. It's, it, it is fed upon. Yeah. Oxygen feeds upon you. The uh, earth feeds yep. upon you. You know, the bugs, and when you're in a coffin, the worms get in, they yeah. feed upon you. And you, it, it, what are they doing? They're taking your energy. Yeah. And then your energy is going into them and giving them more energy, yeah. which they're dispersing energy. So you, you, even your physical form doesn't, doesn't die in the way that we understand death. It continues on and spreads back out into nature. And well, then, I think that's called the circle of life. Circle of life. The circle <laughs> of life. And it, it just continues on yeah. forever. And so you have to think, is that physical incarnation, is that that spiritual incarnation yeah. actually happening in real time? You're I giving guess so. more life? Or is there a conscious experience that you will experience afterwards? Yeah. And, and, and the argument is... You know, when you die, what happens with your consciousness? Yeah. Is that just kind of energy that flows out? You know what I mean? Like a water balloon, you bust and the water sprays everywhere yeah. and your energy just kind of goes everywhere. Or is this consciousness something that 
manifest and we hold on to for the rest of our existence. Yeah. So when I die, I'm conscious. I'm just conscious in a higher frequency. So I experience that frequency and I experience conscious on a different level. Would you like to know something totally like I haven't told anyone this in a long time like at all? You're about to tell the world. I'm about to tell the world. And I, 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 I'm, you know always, I'm always with it, when somebody is down to tell what? the world some new shit. Because when I was a, a child, like when I was little, it was definitely when I was little, I always believed like if I had like a, a child, my whole consciousness would just go to the child and I just forget about my past in a sense. And I just like keep going down the line of people. So I just have a new life in that regard once I have a child weird way like that, where I see everything through my like, why we spank our kids like you know what I mean like it, I guess so Damn but like it's, it's like my whole POV vision like right is like just going into the next like my next child I guess yeah. as, a, as a as a kid I was thinking like that's how my whole life thought I'm like so do I like become now my kid when I was little like so, but what happens when you have a child at a lot earlier age I, I don't know see yeah I I, I, that, never, is, I never see. I never that, thought. I never fully thought it out. Is I just that why that. somebody who was like a child at fourteen is that? Are they maturing faster because it's just kind of like the obvious, yeah. uh, obvious physical reaction to having yeah. a child, or is it because a transfer of consciousness is happening earlier in their age? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? It's just. But then, why does it take longer for that? Because even as they get older, you notice that they they don't seem to be more conscious than people their age. Yeah. So why, if it's happening at an earlier age, why isn't it, why isn't that loss of consciousness felt even like, like why does it, um, what is it called, Alzheimer's? Why wouldn't it be heavier on somebody who had a kid, kid younger? I don't know. Because that would make sense, yeah, right? That makes sense. If you had I mean, a kid younger, yeah. and it was a conscious transfer. Then you would say, okay, well, we should see a spike of Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah. And people who have had kids younger, and I don't think that's something. That, I don't think that's something that's ever been researched. Yeah, but it's possible. It's just something I thought of as a child. Like I know it's like no, but, it's, yeah. a, it's a very interesting thought. I, yeah, I, I've that's a thought I've never had. Yeah, and it would be interesting to see, like see like imagine they do a, a research yeah. test. Imagine, so we should get rich and do this. Yes, we do a research test and be like, okay, can we tie Alzheimer's? And, if anyone uh, wants to give us a grant and dementia, yeah. And dementia to people who have had kids at a younger age, you might actually be on something. Holy shit! Don't 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 uh don't get me excited. Hey, about I'm, hey I am all about it. Discovering new new. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all about it. Discovering new ideas like that and actually doing the science behind yeah. it, and we can write a paper on it, and then we can just go down and we'll have our paper. The Nobel Prize is like I'll yeah, share a Nobel bro. Prize with I'm you. With it. I'm, all all yeah. day, bro. All day. All day. All, all day. I don't know if the cameras caught that. I, I don't. I think the Y got that. Maybe. Thank you, why? <laughs> so going back to where we started, kind of, in a sense. So we'll go back to the downtown. That was a long tangent, guys. I know we get into tangents on the show, but but it was a very in, in educational, I think, tangent. If you talk conspiracy with me, be prepared for a long tangent. Yeah. Well, Always. I love conspiracy I'll come. Theory. I'll bring it back on the show for a, a longer. Maybe I'll bring it back after the election. We talk about the whole. Oh, we have to. Yeah, for sure. I feel like we have to. We have to. All right. So going back to your story, though. So you come back from Utah. You come down. Damn, we're going way back. Yeah, like, the, the first five yeah. minutes of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to five minutes. But uh, so you came back. You 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 and Ulysses got met up again, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when the downtown uh, project was happening. You met with all those people. Oh, yep. So yeah. The pit. Yep. Met everybody there. Yep. And God, who was it specifically? It, it was uh I figured it out. Damn it. We said Sarah Hartesh. Hartesh, yes. Hartesh. Hart- 
it was in me just there. My soul was just. We need the tangent to get to the where we are. So, we needed all that just yeah. to figure out a name. <laughs> hey, that's pretty impressive. Siraj. Where the fuck are we against? Who's I, Siraj? I feel like I knew a Siraj. Do we? I feel like I know a Siraj somewhere. I think everyone knows at least one Siraj. Siraj, where are you? What up? I knew a Siraj, I think, in kindergarten. Hartej, I apologize. Yeah, Hartej, we apologize immensely. For real. Like, like that's, I love Hartej so much, too. This, <laughs> he's yeah, like, I'm not going to listen so to this long. guy it's ever been again. So long, <laughs> it's been so long. Um, so, yeah, so I, th- I believe it was Hartej mm-hmm. who was like, hey, there's this new studio downtown. You yeah. should check it out. And I came and checked it out, and that was Fremont Studios. That was a wonderful time. And I met you, yep. f- uh, Freeman. Freeman. Um, Colton, Colton, CC, CC Hillary, yeah, Hillary, Sam, Sam. yeah, uh, Richard, Richard, Mr. Yeah. DL Johnson. Oh my God, Richard! Uh, oh, Richard, I love Richard. Richard, man. Mi- Richard, so crazy. He, his story, his philosophy is just phenomenal. That's, yeah, he's like, a genius. He is a genius. He's really le- uh, a legitimate you hear, genius. You ever hear? I, I'm a butcher. This. If Richard's listening to this, I'm. I apologize. But you ever hear his souls? thing about like the soul in uh, that your soul is technically the souls of your feet yes or whatever yes, it is yes yeah. oh like that we blue. were outside yeah i think i was with you gold spike backyard <laughs> when he told us about yes. this there was a some kind of gold spike event that you guys are doing so you guys are filming whatever oh it's probably like the outlet i think it was like the yeah. very first out yeah no, no it wasn't the outlet because we, we did the outlet inside Fremont. but we also this had, was a gold uh, spike event oh gold spike this event. is when they first moved the silver trailer there and they did gotcha. the first concert oh okay yeah i don't remember. and we were back there and he talked to us about the souls and the hill of the feet yeah, yeah. yeah i remember that, that. was that amazing blew my mind when he told me that i just looked at him and was just like how many drugs does it take to get there oh <laughs> i think he told me i don't know if you know what? I, was, I, I think he said one time he took a he took a whole bunch of acid, then drove all the way to Colorado to go Colorado. Jack in the Box. Yep. Did, yeah, I think he said that story too, right? Yep. Yeah. I was. I was like, oh, okay, Richard. Fucking Richard, I, man. I, I believe everything Insane. you tell me. Like, I'm, I believed all of it. Though. I believe all of it. Yeah. I, he was. He, he, he was going deep into the story. Yeah. And be like, oh, there's no way. That there's you're no making way. Yeah. This, up. this is incredible. Like, that was like the honest truth. Any. Yeah. Like, yep. Never. Never saying this guy's a liar no, at all. His stories were his, great. He's the truth. He is yeah. the, the way the truth. He's just a free floater. He is. He just, I just, even now, I see him sometimes now, like every like few months, I'll yeah. see him around downtown. Really? Because I thought he moved. I thought he did too. And I yeah. just, I, I, maybe he comes back to Vegas. Maybe. Every once. I was, it was, it was actually during the protest. Yeah. During the, uh, the last time I saw him. Oh, wow. Was during the George Floyd protest. Oh, wow. I forgot where we were. It was so on the strip, but he was like, came, he was like with some people drive riding yeah. a bike. And I said hello to him. Holy last shit. time I see him. So yeah, I think he comes out here every once in a while, probably for uh yeah, yeah. God, I'm a I'm a murder of the name Draquella. What did he name his baby? Drissara? Drissara. Was it Drissara? Sorry, yeah. Drissara? It's Richard backwards. Yeah. So it's, Dr- Dr- it's Richard backwards, but then there was also like a Dracula thing aspect to it that they were there saying. So Drissara, I think. And Drissara, yeah. Yep, yep. So I, I think he probably comes back to see Drissara every once yeah, yeah. in a while. Yeah. That's cool, man. Fucking I miss Richard. Richard. I, I wish I saw him. Free Money is incredible. Yeah, Free Money is good. I'm, time. S- I, I'm the politics of Downtown Project is what fucked up. Yeah, because it was me, even me, even uh, me, that me, me, Mimi owned it, right? Yeah, and then uh, so Tony financed it. Yeah, for Mimi, I guess they were old friends. Yeah, she was this was something she wanted to do. Yeah, he financed it, and then they just I don't maybe Mimi just didn't understand the industry. I don't I don't I don't know if it's just that like. I mean, I don't want to say anything. I'm not gonna to try to say anything bad about her. I mean, that might that might be true. She's she's an awesome person, great person. But I, I think just never saw a vision from her I, directly. I, I saw a vision from Freeman. Freeman, yeah. I think that's where the push and pull sometimes would happen. I feel like they wouldn't really be on the same page uh, in that regard. But also, too, I think the problem with the downtown project 
is that oh, not downtown Prague, sorry, Fremont East in general was that we stayed very insular of downtown project and we didn't really move out of it because a I lot tried to of, tell you guys I had this conversation with you guys I was like look yeah, there's this I agree there's all this in but, but my 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 concept no one wanted wasn't to pay to downtown take, my concept wasn't to take free monies and yeah. push it out at first it was to take what yeah. was outside of it and bring it in yeah because I mean it was already I mean you guys had what's his name walking through like Wesley Snipes J- we had uh, Jason Statham Jason once. Statham yeah. like Eddie Griffin I think the, came yeah, by Eddie yeah. Griffin like the energy was there yeah but I did the, I think it was the stretch the strategy and the logistics is where the failures came because we were technically working for Downtown Project and always you know they should have let you guys be more free do, yeah. I 100% believe if they would have shut the fuck up and said Freeman we believe in you. Yeah. We believe in your dream. Yeah. We believe in what you can do with this place. Yeah. So we're going to step out of it. You let us know what you need from us. Yeah. And you do your thing. If they would have done that, I 100% believe right now it would be just a monster. Oh, yeah. It'd be a, it'd be, I think it would be a totally different life a for all of us. Yeah. Every single person yeah. that was there in that beginning, I think that we would, we would all have just been catapulted. Oh, yeah. Freeman just, he was, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He was brilliant. And I always saw his frustration. Yeah. And, you know, I, I it wasn't until I uh, knew me, me, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Tony's role in it that I was just like, ah, I get it. Yeah. They're not letting him be yeah. him. And I fucked up a few times to myself. I'll admit on the podcast. I, I one time, um, you know, remember Angel? He, he oh, was, yeah, yeah, music. yeah. I remember so Angel. So we did his music video. Great musician, yeah. Yeah, great, wonderful guy. And, and we did his music video, and I fucking... Took the the car. I Freeman told me I, I, I was so beat tired. I don't remember like you know hearing the, like to transfer the footage the night onto a hard drive, and I just didn't do. It. I was so tired. The next day I come in to put the fucking CF card uh, into the computer to transfer the footage. Footage is all gone. Footage was like corrupt on the card. Oh like, my god. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was also the card, the memory card too, because it was like some third party like. Shitty one that you probably don't want to get. So like name, name that brand. It was Computer Bay, I think it was called. Do not work with Computer Bay. Yeah, I think that's what they were. I think that's what they were called. It was with a K, Computer Bay, something like that. And yeah, man, I felt I felt shitty as fuck after doing that, and I had to tell Freeman. Freeman, yeah, Freeman got really mad at me. So, uh, God, I remember that project yeah. where Angel was big. Like, yeah, there was actually like a lot of people who were just like, and, "This is gonna like, yeah," and bubble a little bit. I I feel like I it, my, I I put a lot of that blame on myself. But for that too. I honestly feel like though, like as much as that much have been a pain in the ass, like as human beings, yeah, the obvious response to that just reshoot it all. Yeah. Well, we luckily enough, and, and, luckily and enough, that sounds crazy. He, but he paid to buy like a paid to send the card out or get the card software where they can. Extract the footage that was shot on there. Oh, so, they so did, he, did, he, he did get it back. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Well, that's not that big of a. Fuck it's up. not that big. Of a you fuck made up, it sound like it, you shot me, the video and everything to me, died. To me, it and then is a fuck up. Angel you know. went and told the president and was like, "You gotta shut down Fremont East. It's yeah. over." You're well, done. I just felt I felt I felt terrible about it. You know, what I mean, it's like there. No, you feel like we shit. all we yeah. all did a lot of stupid shit during yeah. that time. Yeah, that's but true too. That's the thing. I think that, we were growing. That yeah. was the purpose. Yeah. The purpose was to bring these people and for us to all fuck up together. Yeah. And to build something great. Yeah. And with Freeman with Freeman leading that. Yeah. And if I and I think if if it would have been presented that way, like Freeman's our guy. Yeah. Like just trust in him. Let yeah. him do his thing. 
trusting him and believing him from yeah. the top down, from Tony all the way down to whoever the yeah. the, the worst of us was. Trusting Freeman. Yeah. And I think if that would have been the main strategy, we would have been all right. Yeah. I can see that. I one hundred percent just I, I I've there's never been a point in time where I didn't believe in Freeman White. There's never been a point in time where I didn't just see him as just an amazing human being. Yeah. And even his efforts he put out for me, like I yeah. when I think about the fact that I'm not as far as I want to be in music as yeah. I want to be, I feel more bad about letting him down than yeah. myself. Yeah. Because of how far he was a you, Freeman. Yeah. All of you guys, Colton. Yeah. Like you guys did so much oh, for me. You can't forget Dora Lynn. Yeah, Dora Lynn. Oh my yeah. God. Doralyn and our our bouncing shoots, we would just pop yeah. up places and we would just shoot these photos and oh, it was it was just magical yeah. what we were doing. And I can't help but like looking at what could have happened and and how it played out and just feeling bad. Like damn, they you guys have done so much for me yeah. and for it not to be what I hyped it up, what it was going to be. Yeah. And it may not be the fact that it will never be that. You know, maybe it's just. The t- you know the timing you know yeah. what I mean maybe there I just had so much more to learn than I realized you I, know? I agree I, th- I think I I mean I learned immensely from that place I learned a lot of things where I'm like I need to check myself too and stay in my lane a lot of times as well and, and yeah without that place I think I wouldn't be where I am today with like any of not that stuff so I wouldn't be there even like yeah not even not even professional yeah like as a human human being, yeah I would not be yeah. the person that I am right now oh yeah I it. agree and and you know it too like uh it's a great spot. That that building's a great spot. It just sucks that I, I mean, Zappos has it, and like they still have it. They still it? have and it. Are they and using I, it for like storage? I don't think they're using it for anything, bro. I one hundred percent believe we can bring this thing back to life. Like, yeah, bro. You you guys own it still. You're paying yeah. the rent, so just pay the fucking rent and yeah. just let us do our. Th- if it's just sitting there, it's retarded. Don't yeah. just let it sit there. The place is. Beautiful. I think sto- maybe storage, but I'm, I'm not too sure, really. Last time that I checked, and this is when I talked to my cousin, Katie. Yeah. Um, so Katie's in there. Dep- I don't know what the department's called. I- I'll just call it marketing. Yeah. But they basically, when you look at the photos online, they go and they set up the shoes, look oh, cool. Oh, so he's in the marketing. And everything, there, yeah. and then they take the pictures of how it's staged. Yeah. So she's in that department. And... Last time she told me that like she they were just using it for storage, so all the clothes and shoes for wardrobes and things like that. That's what was happening. But then they have like, like the oh, that's a multi-million yeah. dollar audio and that, visual studio. That is a what great are you doing? spot. Yeah, like come on now, like insane. It's it is insane. Shit, man, I would love to have the podcast there. But like, may, <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe we're supposed to call everybody back and be like, yo, like imagine. Imagine we find an investor and be like, yo, we know yeah. where this is. It's you, just already built. You don't have to build it. You yeah. don't have to do anything. You, you want to know a perfect spot? You want to know a perfect spot that was on sale that was just recently? I don't know if it's sold yet, but Wayne Newton's estate was on sale for like $39 million. And that's like a 40-acre lot. And that's like the perfect studio setup for everything. I shit you not. I, I mean. Like. Like. I mean, I I know that's thirty nine million, like, but I'm just saying in general, like, we thought Fremont East is perfect. Wayne, I I know, I'm like saying Wayne Newton's fucking estate. Yeah, man. Like, you could have made that like a Hollywood style studio. Like, you could have made it Warner Brothers. Like, that's how like ridiculous it is. But Fremont East was the shit. Fremont, and and this is the thing, you know, even 
if we could utilize both of them, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they, they, there's no reason why not, you know? Do you do all the sound and audio? And, yeah, you do the post-production there, and then you do Wayne Newton. Post-production you do, uh, there. No, yeah. Yes. Yeah. come on. Anyone listening who wants to invest, like, $100 million. for investors. I'll write the business plan. I'll send you a deck. I got you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll put in, like, $35. I'll put in... Uh, <laughs> A dollar fifty for now. God, hey, that's works. We're good. We're <laughs> hey, actually, we made fifteen bucks from the podcast so far. I'll put in the fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. In the last, in the last year, we made fifteen bucks so we're, far. We're moving. But bro. by the time this is out, it might be sixteen. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, we're Who moving. Knows? Who knows? We're moving, man. I so, like it. <laughs> so um, after you know this whole free money thing, right? Where are you at in your career musically? As well, like you're back, you're refreshed, kind of. No, I'm a fucking bum in music right now. All right, I haven't done not music now, in so but long. like, but in general, like you were, you did, you're trying to work on your album. You're doing a whole bunch of other so things too. So I really stepped away from yeah. music. Yeah. Um. No, I really got more involved in technology. Yeah. in My professional life. Um. But music was just always kind of there. Well, it, I mean, directly after. Yeah. If you're talking about directly well, like after when Fremont, did you do the, and the drop off too, because like you again, you transferred now to more technology based, and you start. So the drop off was, God, what did we? What year did I start? Did we start comp marketing? 2015? 16, 16 or something, something like that. Something like that. It yeah. Was so you, it was you, uh, me, Ryan, Mark, Donovan. Um, why am I feeling like I'm free? Well, it was the four of us in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then um. What happened to that, too? Like, you want to explain what comp marketing was for people? Who- okay, so comp marketing was a marketing company that uh, we started. I actually, um, God, what was that kid's name? That I know if I say his name, you're going to know who I'm talking about. It's like a really crazy white kid that just was around. He was a painter. God, what was his name? Painter? Yeah, God. He I don't had, remember. He had a really crazy name, and he was around Fremont East. Um, oh. God, what painter. was his name? Just like a, he was a really sporadic kid. Anyways, he introduced me to Ryan. Yeah. Um. I eventually, I first I came in. I was supposed to be the sales manager. Yeah. And then I ended up managing the whole driver program. So what yeah. we did was, uh, we provided screens, uh, digital screens inside of Uber and Lyft vehicles, yeah. and we sold advertisement space yeah. on it to the to the riders. Smart idea. Yeah. Pretty cool idea. Um. Difficult in Vegas because there's rules are just crazy. Yeah. Um, but we did pretty good. You know, we got more than, you know, we a couple thousand drivers, yeah. you know, so we were moving. Um, we got, you know, some good advertisers. We got some content up. And then really just the team just didn't vibe at the end of the day. Um, oh, really? You know. That's not... Our visions were very different, you know. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that was a driver for me was, you know, we went in, started getting the casinos and started negotiating with them. And then basically... They were kind of scared about the uh, AI aspect of it. Oh, okay. What? Why and the they, AI and, aspect? Um. Well, it was specifically it was the uh, facial recognition. Oh, okay. So they were scared of privacy and things like that. And I but, and, and I try to explain to them, be like, um, because these are old guys. Yeah. They're yeah. old money. Um, it's too late. <laughs> yeah. Snapchat's already out. Yeah. You know, there's uh, most so, most phones use facial recognition yep. to get your phone like. People are on cameras all fucking day every day. Yeah, like there's there's no hiding your yeah. face anymore. Like except for in 2020 when you had to wear a mask. Yeah, but other but even that, that they know what your yeah, face they, looks they, like. Yeah, yeah, because but because of the years of facial recognition they took, and so our CEO's response to that was okay. Well, let's cut that out of the program. Which that facial recognition was the main thing that targeted our ads yeah. to people and to who they were oh, and their social yeah, media, that, and that's where our money was going to be made. Yeah, that that doesn't help you. 
So the idea was, you know, we'll cut back on that because they're scared of it. In my and, and for us, it's like you don't stop technology because people who don't understand yeah. the technology fear it. That's not how this world. That's not obviously how this operates. Yeah. And so that move, I think, just began a process of everything declining because. Um, you know, I can specifically say that I've lost lost faith in our CEO. Yeah. You know, I I didn't believe in the vision anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it it's just slowly degraded from there. I quit. I yeah. left. Um, they try to hold on for a little bit, and then it just kind of broke down. Yeah. They dissolved the company. Um, Ryan actually created a new marketing company. Uh, it's like these kind of like thin screens that you put on windows. Um, car windows that actually will play advertisements. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool idea. Yeah, yeah that's a great um, idea. So, you know, he's working on that. Brilliant idea. I'm not sure for how far along he is on with yeah, that. Yeah. Me and Mark are actually going to be doing a, po- a podcast together okay. starting next month. Mark's the, is it Mark the one with the uh, investment company? Yes. It, okay. Uh, he was working with Black... BlackRock or something like that. BlackRock. Yeah. BlackRock Investment. Because I looked in, yeah. I was like, oh, what is BlackRock Investment? Because I yeah. saw, I think I either... Saw him on my LinkedIn one day. I was like, oh, shit, that's so-and-so. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah BlackRock Investment. And, um, yeah, that's what Mark's doing. Donovan, we had kicked him out way before any of this. I'm yeah. not sure what Donovan's doing now. Um, God, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Who am I missing? Mark, Donovan, me. No, it was just us. That's it, yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, this was a great idea, Connor. It was a good yeah. idea. Uh, I think. I think it was... I don't know if it was late or early, but I think it was early. I think I think it was one of those. No, I think it was one of those things where it was just. It was early, and it was just not fully. It was not fully implemented in a proper way. Yeah. To where it would be sustainable and grow. But I think it was early enough where you guys could have corrected a lot of those those pivot yeah. points, you know, or pain I, points. I hundred percent believe that. Yeah. Um, I think that the characters that were working on it as a collective just didn't work. Yeah. Um, synergy, right? I believe yeah, yeah. in synergy and energy well. And That's always a plus. The yeah. energy was there at first, and then it just slowly started to die. Um, because when we first started together, we really didn't know each other. Yeah. Um, so we just all kind of met, hung out a few times, everything was good, and then we just got to work. Like, yeah. We were just like, what needs to be done? And we just started doing what needs yeah, yeah. to be done. Um, and that's what I liked about it at yeah. first. Because it wasn't just this whole thing of like, you know interviewing and, yeah. and spending too much time trying to figure out who we are is like what what what's what's possible and how do we do those things yeah. and we just started doing them yeah. and it just started working yeah. and that's how it should be yeah, yeah. Um, but I think over time once we start learning each other's personalities then things kind of started falling apart a little bit that's interesting that especially happens. for a business that usually you want to have someone like you know the same personalities and like, I know you guys said you hung out and then you guys went to work but maybe you needed more of that uh Hanging out com- camaraderie first before you guys went to work together, maybe. Um, yeah. it, it, it was it was more like there was egos involved. Oh, egos. Um, so when, when, when you need a bigger uh, team then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 and, I, and I've always told people that you if you want to solve an ego problem, you make a bigger team. Yeah. Once you get more people involved, it's e- easier to break down that person's ego. Yeah. Um. So there there was just an ego thing, you know. It's a it's pretty common amongst CEOs. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we experienced. And I'm, I come from a different environment from all of them. So, you know, Mark, Ryan, Donovan, they, they come from a, a calmer environment. Yeah. I come around from a little bit more violent people. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a matter of like, it got to the point where it's like, I, I, I'm going to hurt this dude. 
Yes. It, it was it was going to it was going to become physical. Yes. So I had to remove myself from the situation to yeah. to to keep the peace and keep the love and keep it positive. And so that's what we did. So what did you do after comp? I know you have Vegas Odyssey. Was that around that time too? Uh so I I left comp. I was working for Verizon for a little bit. Um supervisor. Yeah. Um I just went to work on Railway 95 again. Yeah. Um Working on a little bit of music, yeah. But I think I was kind of like in this cold phase, you know. I didn't yeah. really know which way to go, you know. Um, and then I started working on Vegas Odyssey. Okay, what's Vegas? Actually, actually, no. I think I started working on Vegas Odyssey a little bit closer to it because I started working on. Uh, God, I don't know this kid's name because I met him at our old office. Um, but it was the initial idea what led up to Vegas Odyssey, and we worked on that for a little bit, and then he just like disappeared. I don't know where he went. He was a hacker, though. Oh. So it's very possible he's in, like, Guantanamo Bay or some crazy shit. He, he's probably, like, he's probably like uh, the Philippines or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, he's, he's totally gone. He's probably ha- hanging out with uh, Edward Snowden or some yeah, crazy he's, shit. Yeah, he's just, you know, chilling. He's, he's on a beach in like, yeah. Hawaii, yeah, actually. He's relaxing. <laughs> yeah. So he's one who kind of pushed me to push Vegas Odyssey a little yeah. bit. And then so that's when I started that project. And then and then Vegas Odyssey was um, you going around to this Places in Las Vegas, right? Just Vegas Odyssey, my idea was basically to turn the Las Vegas Strip into a theme park. Okay. There's already a bunch of different rides and everything, so it was a logistics and strategy to kind of build it that way to address the idea that as the future continues forward, we'll be more of a kind of hub for tech, Yeah. and then the age... The ages of people who are visiting is going to change, was, so it's going to get younger. Was it like AR shit, like like a theme so, park? Yeah, there was there was AR. So when you ride the ride, you'll have AR, okay. VR headsets and things like oh, that. Okay, and gotcha. also there was a gamification piece of it. Okay, I'm not going to give too much of it out because yeah, I'm yeah. still trying to get this thing done. Yeah, no, no, no problem. I was <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it was basically turning Las Vegas into a uh, VR AR. A theme park, cool. Um, that you can experience the t- the the transportation with self driving shuttles. Yeah. So you know, because you, you can't walk from all the yeah. rides, it's just too big. Um, so it'd be like a forty eight hour experience That's that you can cool. experience. So you just buy a ticket and then you'd have access to this experience. And so it'd bring the crowd that comes out here down the age group. Yeah. So um, and, we, and the reason why I, I wanted to do this is because the governor, we went to the um, what is it called? The uh, the governor something. It's basically a conference, and like all the governors come out and yeah. talk about what they're gonna do in Nevada, and the governor, mayor, and, and different things. Oh, it's the mayor's conference, the, the ma- governor's conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. governor's yeah. conference, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's, it's it, it, I don't know, I can't remember if it's called the governor's conference or the governor's something. But anyways, yeah. So we were there. We got to meet them. Yeah. We got to figure out what their ideas were, and their ideas were aligned with us. We yeah. want to make we make us this, the technolo- technological hub. And we want to bring the age yeah. group that comes down here down. We want to. We want this place to be a place that kids can start coming to and yeah. stuff now. Well, then they, which they was, already do, but most of the time the kids just sit in the room while the ki- while the parents well, go out. And wasn't experience. that the '90s though? Like uh, again, I'm not from here, so like the '90s wasn't that like a big time when they were trying to get the kids to come out here to do that yeah, shit too? So they we had went wild. Yeah, went wild. Oh my which God. which I didn't realize was that honey, I blew up the kids. Yeah. So like, so. I, I was like, oh, that's the old Wet n' Wild. I get it now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, Wet shit. Wet n' Wild was amazing. Yeah. So there was Wet n' Wild. Yeah. Uh, MGM yep. had a theme park yeah. in the back in, in, where the, where, the, where that, um, I, I guess they just use it for conventions, right? That, yeah, yeah, That huge building in the back is a convention, a convention center. Yeah. So that was actually a theme park. Okay. Um, and then they built the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus. Yeah. And then, you know, they built the roller coaster. Yeah. So, so that, that was the idea. 
Um, but they just didn't execute it well, I guess. Yeah. And I, th- I and I think a lot of what happens is ideals get executed when things are transitioning into something new, and so those execution of those ideals aren't fast enough for what that new thing is happening. Yeah. And so I think, and I think that's what happened with comp marketing. Yeah. We the our space of being able to be profitable and able to able to work well was just too small, and so the ideas like sometimes the idea has to be further ahead for it to work yeah. out. And so I think that's what happened. Gotcha. So after you're still working on Vegas Odyssey, but what are you doing now? So now I'm I'm, I'm in operations. Um, so I'm I, I, Vegas Odyssey is mainly slowed down yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. Um, we also um, we have mindset. Yeah. Which is our um, oh yes our, our our events. You know we throw the raids. I forgot about those like for a that. second. I, I yeah. feel like I haven't seen any. Um, so oh, wow. yeah, phew, COVID man. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Hey, now you can do fifty. The Zodiac experience. Yes, yes, right. So we would do a monthly event based on the Zodiac sign. It'd be a huge party. Yeah. Um, we first started doing it at the, uh, um, God, what's that hotel called? Um, I know what you're talking about. Oh my god. That really. My mind is just gone. I know. It. I, you know, you know everything's at the tip of my tongue today. Know. That it's ridiculous that we don't know what this. Holy is. It's shit! Be really stupid when we. Oh my out. god! Oh my god! But anyways, we'll get back to it. So yeah. yeah. So that there was an entire hotel that we would we would basically rent out the entire hotel and we would throw a huge party so people can get rooms. There was the pool. There was the uh, not Oasis. The, the main lobby, not oh. Oasis, but I think they do own Oasis. I I believe I know, it's oh the same owners. Um, now I gotta look this up. And then from there we moved to um, um, it's when the downtown a. event center. It's when a, it's like a Artemis, Ar- is it Artemis? Something like that. It, it, it is with an A though. It is close to Artemis. Artisan. Artisan. Thank you. I'm sorry, Artisan. A- I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Artisan Hartage, such like literally that, such Artisan pivotal points in my life. I so apologize. Artisan Hartage sounds like a like a first last <laughs> name Artisan thing. Artes. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna start a rock band yeah. called Artisan Artes. Please now. do. I, I'll be I'll be a fan there. I'll be like, yeah. So yeah, Artisan, and then we moved to the downtown event center, yeah. which was connected to Triple B's. Yeah. And then we started doing it there, and then it ended. It, we. It's not. It's not a pause. It's not ended. COVID it didn't end. It didn't. Yeah, it's it didn't not a pause. End. It's not a pause. So. I mean, you can technically probably do it again. You went up to two fifty. We're th- we're thinking about how to to yeah. do some kind of events. I've been like saying let's just do cool. There's like caves and shit yeah. around Vegas. I'm just like, dude, let's do a cave party. Let's just do like private, yeah, underground know. events and have fun. You know, yeah. People true. people are a little bit scary right now. I just, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I grew up in a time where we truly believed, and I quote, "Fuck the police." Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I I I, uh, I grew up in a time when George Carlin was like, "I used to swim in the Brooklyn River." You feel me? Whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just like yeah, just yeah. do it. If the police come and kick us yeah. out, the police come and kick us out. Who yeah. gives a fuck? You know uh, what I mean? So we'll we'll figure out. We'll do some fun yeah. stuff. We'll do some and, fun uh, stuff. And talk about your podcast that you're starting up. Innovator Die. Yes. Starting please. November. Yes, I'm so excited for this. So I what made it- you want to do it. Can I run my fucking mouth all the time? That, that, I can, yeah, I can see that I now. T- I talk yeah. a lot. <laughs> so like, I might as well run my mouth to more people. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> Pretty much. Let the world know me. Yeah, mother. y'all need to know what I'm saying. Um, no, honestly, you know, I'm pretty active on my social media, mostly yeah. on Facebook. Um, I went viral. Yeah. Um, um, a lot of people who don't know. Some people call me an activist. I don't call myself an activist. Um, 
I wasn't I, too I, sure if I should label you that when I introduced you. I believe I am a man in my community. I think it's that simple. And I yeah. think as men in our community, we have responsibilities to yeah. our community. And so I stood up and took my responsibility seriously. Yeah. Um, doesn't make me an activist. I don't. I'm not Malcolm X. I'm not. Yeah. I don't feel like. I can singly lead the people to the revolution. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm one person, just like the rest of us, and I made a decision. Yeah. And you know, people agreed with yeah. the decision, and so we 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 did that together. Yeah. Um. So that situation, um, through the pro- protest for George Floyd, um, ended up going viral. Yeah. And then just through that energy, people just, I realized that there was people who wanted to hear what I had to say. Yeah. And just from there, I just thought podcasting would be the best way to get through that. I'm a, I am listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah. I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. You know, uh, Valuetainment. I'm a huge Valuetainment fan. Dude, you should eat some elk meat, by the way. Elk meat is bomb, bro. <laughs> what makes you think I haven't eaten elk meat? I, I am. crazy, man. <laughs> I love... Venison, bro. Gamey. Yeah, venison. <laughs> I love gamey tasting yeah. meat. <laughs> like the more like gamey it yeah. tastes, the better it is. I'm to just me. I'm just making it. the joke about how Joe apparently like all these memes have Joe Rogan. He's like yeah. elk meat, elk meat, <laughs> and it's like something else. Like <laughs> it's either elk meat or DMT yeah. for, like, for Rogan. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, just seeing like the the a massive amount of new things that I tried just yeah. based off the Joe Rogan podcast, <laughs> such as DMT. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like just based off that, I yeah. just realized like okay. There's information that is being passed through these podcasts yeah. and through this, this this type of entertainment that isn't meeting, isn't getting to a certain group of people. Yeah. And it's because you have like the Democrats trying to cancel Joe Rogan and because, yeah. because Joe Rogan's not, he's un- completely unbiased. Yeah. He's not going to say, well, you guys, he doesn't, he doesn't, yeah. doesn't listen to, to cancel culture. Yeah. I'm not going to host this person because you canceled him. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck about that. I'm gonna host them because this is America, yeah. And we have a, we have for, uh, uh, the First Amendment, and I'm gonna allow this person to come and talk about yeah. who they are and what they believe, yeah. And ninety percent of the time that he brings these people on, and you listen to them, they're not no crazy racist that's gonna try to burn down the planet yeah. like the Democrats trying to make it sound. So he's so open to talking to both sides and yeah. to getting these ideals out there. And there's a community of people, um, mostly minority, black poor neighborhoods that aren't they don't they have the access to Joe Rogan but they, yeah. they, they their entertainment doesn't point towards Joe Rogan yeah. right because I mean if you the way the internet's set up is whatever you search for yeah. they're just gonna bombard you with oh that. yeah if so we, if you're searching for a, a bunch of trap rap yeah. and twerking videos you're never gonna see a Joe Rogan ad well, even, <laughs> even if know. you like what was it if I look up Egypt and you look up Egypt you're gonna get maybe Egypt and the Nile and I'll get Egypt news whatever it is you know what I mean if I look up Egypt I'm probably gonna get aliens building the pyramids. Oh yeah, that's you know what I mean. Like it's just. I, I, yeah. I, I look at when I look at the stuff. I look, of course, I look at the basic history. Yeah. I look at all the conspiracies, and then I look at like what has been found that they kind of ignored. So like, yeah. like things as like this is an ancient technology. It's telling us millions of years old. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. So we're just gonna discard it. Yeah. I look at that stuff. and I'm just like, well, you can't just discard it. That's not science. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. So you're telling me that you're finding technologies. And so, you know, it built it. Like my theory is, we're doing, and, and this is, in, and I talked to my dad about this because he works, he has top secret clearances, so yeah. he has his own experiences. And you know, the idea I get is, we keep doing this. Yeah. I feel like physics is always going to create the same thing, no matter how many times you destroy the Earth. Yeah. It's going to keep creating the same species. Yeah. And so, what I think is happening is. 
we're going, we're creating technology, we're doing a thing, then we're being wiped out. And then science is doing its thing. Biology is doing its thing. It's growing. Yeah. They're, they're uh, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're coming back again. We're building these technologies and then we're being wiped out. And it just ke- keeps happening over yeah. and over and over again. And when you find these old technologies, it's just you're finding the point of advancement they got to before they were wiped out. Yeah. And because I look at stuff like, they look at old cities that are tens of thousands of years old, and they're like, well, from what we're testing, yeah. it looks like they were hit by a nuclear bomb. But that doesn't make sense because we created the nuclear bomb. Yeah. So we're just going to move on now. It's like, no, stop. Go yeah. back. Why Why is there nuclear material and this same type of metals here? Yeah. What, it's kind of like the Matrix, the, in a sense, that Matrix idea of like we're living in the Matrix and we're just rebooting it every yeah, time. rebooting over yeah. and over again. That's what I th- And I think that's the most logical thing. And I, yeah. even when I look at like things like the Bible, that's what the Bible tells me. Yeah. The Bible tells me like, hey, hey guys, you're eventually going to get yourself to this point of technology. Yeah. And if you don't do it right, you're going to fuck yourselves over. Yeah. You're going to kill everything. We're just in a weird time loop, I think. Yeah. I just yeah. think it's just this weird time loop that just keeps happening over and over again. Because it's yeah. just, in the Bible, it's, it literally says, you get a bunch of technology and then you kill it. You, it, it just ends. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's literally like the story of the Bible at the end of the day. Like, it just, you get a bunch of technology and then something happens and then it all ends. What are you talking about? It's a nice story about a man who died for our sin. That's one piece <laughs> of the Bible. And it's... That's you know, the New Testament. And, and I believe in the story of Christ, and yeah. I believe that if we were to actually follow that story and yeah. follow those teachings, I believe that we can survive this. Oh, yeah. But what's the chances of getting 8 billion people to, to, to follow those teachings? And it's not, it's not even about following Jesus. Yeah. It's about not being dumb and being like, well, yeah, if you're not an asshole to somebody, you're yeah. probably going to have a better relationship with them. That's it's, true. It's yeah. if you don't poison the rivers and you don't yeah. cut down the trees, the earth's probably gonna last a little bit longer. Like it's yeah. like just common, common sense, sense things. Yeah. And then people like, well, they look at the miracle of like, well, miracles aren't possible. And I'm like, are you sure? Because maybe we're just a bunch of assholes who haven't figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, what that I mean? Like, sense. like everything's energy, right? Yeah. So I have energy. You have energy. If they say we only learn, we only understand a certain portion of our brain, our yeah. mind. So if we actually somehow figured out our whole mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I could heal you with just by touching you. Maybe that's not that crazy. Because we're made of the silly... I don't know if you need healing. Yet right now. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. But, but, but it just to me, it's just like... I, these things don't seem yeah. impossible to me. They just seem beyond our understanding. Yeah, yeah. Because the sun exists. Yeah. And that, to me, that's crazy. Like, there's just this giant ball of plasma <laughs> yeah. that is eventually going to blow up yeah. and then condense itself and create a black hole to where you can go inside of it and then yeah. something else happens. Like, to me, that's just like, that's fucking nuts. That's not yeah. a miracle to you? Like, you guys don't believe in magic? That's a pretty good real? miracle, yeah. It's insane. Was it Everything the- that, if you were to speed up any process, yeah. and this is one, I, I love this explanation. If you take any process in the world and you speed it up, it'll look like magic. That's true. Take a seed seed and spread it up to, to yeah. be a tree. Tell me that's not going to look like magic to that you. That does look like magic, yeah. Take the sun and put its entire cycle, yeah. billion-year cycle, into three seconds to tell me that's not going to look like magic. You're the moon, too. That's beautiful, yeah. Like just just imagine just all these things. You know, the Earth gets hit with the other planet. They break apart. Yeah. The moon's spinning around it, and this life comes. It all will look like magic if you yeah. just speed it up. So we're experiencing time and magic at a slower pace. And and I think that I think people's idea of magic gets gets flawed because of Disney. 
they want to see the sparks. Yeah. And the lasers and the lights and the beautiful. And then they yeah. want the orchestra in the background to come. Well, that's actually what like, I do when I see some magic. I just play some orchestra. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. You know, but it's just. <laughs> Get it queued up. That's it. <laughs> but if you really look at uh, yeah. the world in general, it's pretty fucking magical to me. Yeah. Yeah, Every day is magical. It feels if you think about pretty it. magical. Like to I, me. I, I mean, I love the sunrises and I love oh, watching. It. I mean, I work the four a.m. shift. I get to see the sunrise every day. It's the most, most beautiful thing I ever see my whole life. First of all, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not getting it before a.m. It's okay. Look, I, the minute that I got out of the Marine Corps, yeah. there was no way in hell I was working it before a.m. Wait, wait, three ish, and then mm. I, I get to work by four. Jesus. And then I wait until I see the sun. Show. You need to tell me, be like, bro, there's no new important news happening right now. It's, it's, yeah, no, there is. Kind yeah, there is, like, especially in Vegas, a lot yeah. of crazy shit happens crazy early shit in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some crazy shit. That's where yeah. you find all the addicts and the, and the, yeah, and and the, the dead bodies the and dead shit. Dead shootings and, <laughs> yeah. like, I've been to car crashes, I've been to shootings, I've been to standoffs, I've been, eh, you name it, I've been to it probably in the morning show. Were you working for them during, uh, 10-1? October yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. That was. I know that had to be crazy. That was crazy. Don't want to really. Yeah, I I st- I was up all night. I was up all yeah, night. I bet. Yeah, because I was gonna go to cause again four to one. I, I Sunday Monday transition is the worst for me. So I'm in bed around eight o'clock. I get called around ten. I'm up till like two o'clock in the morning. They're like, everyone needs to come into work, and I didn't work till like I worked till five o'clock in the afternoon that day. Ten one. Uh, yeah, or technically it was ten two, by the time it we were working, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that was it's been like three and, years. And I can't. And believe you guys it. were there on site. We were. I was stationed by Town Square because they they pushed us way back, like way way back for this thing. Like, uh, <laughs> I know everyone was like scattered around everywhere, but we were pushed to uh, where Town Square was, in that Las Vegas Boulevard section. So on that corner right there, when you uh, hit uh, Las Vegas Boulevard and uh, Sunset, that's where we were. That was Las Vegas Boulevard. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that was the worst part about that. Besides, like going live. I mean, we were going live constantly, but like I had to pee, and I was like, and there's no one to come for backup because everyone else was stationed all over, and there's like no one else secondary there, and I was like. I'm like I hope we get like a ten minute like you don't bring like bring like like a milk jug that you could just I couldn't. There's every every station was there and. And all that shit, like CNN, CNBC. I didn't want like. I'm a savage. I would have for sure been like everybody. I just so you know, I'm peeing in this milk jug. Yeah, I didn't have one because I was like, you know, I, I just ran out the house and shit. So. That'd be like a, like a news thing, like, hey, we're gonna build bring jugs just in case. I, mean, I know people. Pee. Yeah, I, I don't do it. Sorry, uh, I hold my I hold my shit in, and now I'm gonna fucking pee. Asking too chance. much. Yeah, you're asking me too much to do. <laughs> but. Um, so yeah, what you started the podcast in November, you said? November, yeah. So you I have a day date. We we don't have a date date, no date date, but um, sometime shortly after the election. Okay, that should be a if, fun one. If we find out who it is, we'll find out. I don't know how that's gonna work. I mean, I know some states are starting. There's about like a couple months down the road, and I'm just like, well, look, I know some states. The world will burn itself down. If that some happens. states are doing early counting, right? Yeah, they're right? already starting to do it. I know, like I read yesterday or. A day or ago, two days ago, like Texas hit like three million people yeah, already. Crazy. That's like sixteen percent of the two thousand sixteen election. And the early voters are like mostly Biden. Like it's people who are like doing. It's two to one right now. I was reading. It's it's twenty two million people total who voted. I think uh-huh. it's two to one 
Democrat to Republican right now. On top of that, too, people Insane. are waiting. These are, are new voters. That's the crazy yeah, thing. It's new voters. It's new voters. Because you know why? Because fucking no, everyone knew, everyone just knew Hillary was going to win 2016. No one expected that, right? That's honestly uh, what it was. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that why That was where like, Hillary's for sure going to win. I'm just yeah. like. Because everyone thought like Orange Man was kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't think they, I think they underestimated how many of us were just like, I'm not voting for Hillary. Yeah. Clinton. And I think this time around, like people, you had four years of the guy who's, who has promised make America great for four years. We had, and he a, has, we had an orange peel for president yeah, for four years. Orange so peel, crazy. more than orange Cheeto for four years. Right. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, it, I can't believe Donald Trump is, the crazy thing about Donald it, Trump is I understand the Republicans yeah. absolutely not wanting to deal with the fucking Democrats. But Jesus Christ, the best that y'all came up with Donald but Trump. But even like them, now. now they're starting to, apparently what I'm reading is they're starting to break away from him too. Yeah, and of course. E- and even like, like, if you look at the map, Florida is in a swing state right now where it's leaning blue. Yeah. Texas, the crazy thing is Texas is leaning, leaning red. It's not even like fully red. Like, yeah. do you remember like, you know, 92, 96, 90, it's red. you know, red, it would red, never red, be, red, never, and the mindset was it will never be anything other than red. It, and but uh, when when you have three million people voting already in Texas, and like eight million was the last number in twenty sixteen, and on top of that too, Beto O'Rourke almost won. What are the chances that we get COVID and Trump in the same four years? Another four years of Trump or another? No, like what are the chances that even happens? That it's COVID an anomaly. And in, 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 in human nature, yeah. that Trump and COVID happen together. Yeah. What is the likeliness of that happening? That doesn't like, it doesn't sit well yeah. with me. Because it's like, not even just that. The the the, car- the, the, the Hispanic caravans. Yeah. Trump. COVID. Yeah. Like, I just look at this stuff and I'm just like the fuck is this? But, What's happening? It's kind of crazy because like... Because uh, without COVID, yeah. Trump was going to take four more years. Oh, yeah. There's no Because there's no one... None of the independents yeah. were going to dissent because they're like, we're good. Yeah. Money's good. The economy's good. We're paying less but taxes. The crazy thing is too, even the stock market people are like, yeah, Biden's actually going to be better for the stock market because like they keep it more stagnant. But yeah. if Trump tweets, the stock market drops like 300 points and like... But the guy knows how to play a stock market, but the stock market doesn't like uh, uncertainty yeah, and don't like it. all that shit. So like, but even though it's if you know how to play it, how, really, yeah, yeah, uncertainty is actually a good thing. Yeah, and people who understand stocks and understand like when the booms are, yeah. uncertain is actually. A but also, thing. he's probably maybe he's doing it for pockets too. Like it has to be like fucking say this shit. Like who yeah. I, I this whole idea that this whole idea that anybody goes into politics and is it. Finding some way to scrape up some money is just retarded. Yeah. Like I don't care who you are. Like there's no person on earth who's like I want to be a politician, but I want to make zero dollars off of it. Well, yeah. Get the fuck out. I of mean, there. if you're gonna sacrifice yeah. your probably yeah. prime years, like you're really good. Like, that's that's a sacrifice. Why, that's why people want to stay in politics for such a long time, and like no one wants term limits in that regard. Because think about it this way: you're a president. Keep they safety. That's you, that yeah. safety. What was it? The president of the United States makes four hundred thousand dollars a year for the rest of his life, plus Secret Service, plus. A free healthcare, I think, for the rest of his life too, yeah. and then people complain about fucking, you know, healthcare for all, and it's like, what, what, what the fuck? Well, the argument for self for healthcare for all is an interesting one to me because I think a lot of that argument comes from number one, control, yeah, power. You know, they are invested in these yeah, companies. Yeah. 
Number two, ignorance. They don't yeah. understand. They they have this idea that it's impossible. It's like not only is it not impossible, yeah. it's actually obviously the better strategy. Yeah. Common sense. You want less health problems? Yeah. Make more healthy people. Yeah. I don't feel like that's that, a very difficult argument to figure out. I was listening to Bill Maher today, and they're talking about how in Germany they're all they have the healthcare for all and stuff like that. They're required every year to go to their doctor, and the doctor reminds them like four things: like exercise, eat healthy, watch your weight, and like, ex- you know, I don't know. What the exercise fuck. again. Ex- exercise again. Duh. Still, yeah. But like, it, it, if you go to a doctor every year and they're reminding you the same four things, five things, whatever it is, yeah, it's gonna, you're gonna it's gonna be in your brain. Because sure. I'm like. Oh, I kind of like next time I go to the doctor's house, 170. I know next year when I go, I want to be 165. So I'm going to fucking do my best. Right. So, yep. And, and, and then that's the healthcare part of it. So it's common sense. You want less health problems, yeah. make more healthy people. Uh, you want less crime, soft poverty. Yeah. Most crime is based on, on poverty. poverty. Yeah. That's it. It's just, how do you not? No, it's just the people. It's just yeah. how they are. Like, and that's where you get, like, that's where racism comes in. Like, yeah. That's just how black people are. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I because I think that I've spent the time to educate myself and understand science, understand yeah. psychology, like, I can't even comprehend that you would think that the skin color of somebody's, the, you know, somebody's yeah. skin color represents the way that their brain works. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird. That's such a weird yeah. thing to consider when really, at the end of the day, and, you know, there's all kinds of theories about it, but, you know... The, the difference is black people, if anything, you would think that if there is some kind of relation, that they would yeah. probably be the smarter one because they're maintaining more sunlight. Yeah. They're able to, when, when you're getting, and, and no offense, because. Yeah. No, I'm taking, know, I don't care. When, you, when you're, you're in the sun and you're burning and yeah. you're getting cancer, it's not happening to black people. Yeah. They're fighting it better than you. Yeah. So who's the more involved one? If you look at it from an yeah. evolution standpoint. Makes sense. And so, I, to me, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense that they somehow have convinced this this large group of people that skin tone has somehow means that someone is m- going to be more yeah. criminal. They're going to be more aggressive. It's, it's like, no, shit they're too. poor. Yeah. Yeah. They're in poverty. You put them into slavery. You ended slavery, yeah. but then you told them they can't buy land. You yeah. bought up all the land. You put your business on the land, and then finally, by the time freedom came around, there was nothing fucking left. Yeah, and these people were pissed off about yeah. it, and now they're like, "Hey, there's plenty of room. There's more shit that that, that yeah. like that's there. Let 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 us get some of that so we can catch up. Yeah, and so that we can end poverty. Crime goes down. Yeah." The education system, even in the poor neighborhoods, doesn't need to be fixed in the poor neighborhoods. They literally lie to the poor and the rich people. Yeah. They teach the rich people that it's like this manifest destiny and we took these slaves and savages yeah, yeah. who are just so evil and we fixed them. It's like, no, bitch, you came here and then you killed a bunch of fucking people. Yep. You almost, brought disease. Yeah, you like, brought you know, diseases and shit like that. You you're, did everything in your you power, know, yeah. You're fucking gross at the yeah. end of the day. Your people came here and you guys were disgusting. Yeah. According to Indians, like they would think you're disgusting because yep. there's a disease coming from you. You know, so it just, it just, I find it phenomenally just insane yeah. that we have these kind of ideas about skin color and the differences of the races. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, it's simple. You want you want to have a better society? You want the society to move faster? You want to get to Mars faster? Yeah. You want to be able to solve, solve the climate faster yeah. so we don't have to deal with these issues? You want mo- bases on the moon? Fix the education system. Yeah. Stop lying to people and, about that. And the that's the problem system. too. You look at like, you know, Betsy Davaros who's like trying to destroy the public 
She's retarded. System like, from within. She's literally dumb. Yeah. Like legitimately, Le- like legitimately I, I listen to her talking with her ideas, and I'm just like, but you're either legitimately dumb yeah. or you're legitimately evil. Yeah, I it's think it's one I of those two. Things. I think it's legitimately evil because like yeah. she's, they're trying to make the private schools and all that stuff the the thing and like they call them what they call themselves originalists. Yeah. Well, who were the original Americans? Yeah. Slave owners. Slave owners. <laughs> and then on top of that, too, like uh, Amy Cohen Barrett, or whatever her name is. Oh, my God. Is another original, when she originalist. Said, when she said that out loud, I was just like, ugh. And, and she's doing what she's supposed to do yeah. as far as the trials. They do what every single judge does. Yeah. They kind of go around the question saying, like, I can't tell you what that means. Yeah. Because that's well, she didn't not, know the First Amendment, apparently. Yeah, she's playing dumb. Yeah, she's playing dumb. She knows exactly what she's doing. She she knows that she's originalist and she's going. She's one hundred percent willing to push our plans back. And I don't even I don't even talk and I don't even say that about abortion because I'm anti-abortion. Yeah, but I am one hundred percent pro-choice because yeah. the fact that me being against abortion has yeah. nothing to do with you. Yeah, exactly. Has nothing to do nothing with nothing against me. I I think it's I, I I believe that we need to be proactive, not reactive. Yeah, abortion isn't the problem. The problem is. Why are you 14, 15 year old having sex in the first place? Yeah. And then that goes back to the media, yeah. Hollywood, what they're slamming. And, pe- and, 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 and then you go back into what used to be conspiracy theory, but the CIA has admitted now MKUltra. All of marketing is yeah. based on MKUltra. Hollywood is based on MKUltra. The idea that you can force something into somebody's brain yeah. and then rewire how they process information, how they act in the world. Yeah. That's what you're seeing happen yeah. constantly. And the CIA has already admitted to this stuff. Yeah. And so when you're getting these people to constantly be over-sexualized, yeah. have sex with random people, not respect themselves, then that is going to lead to an explosion of having children. Yeah. And then it's going to be people who are not prepared to have children. Yeah. And then you have these people coming like, we'll save you, kill the baby. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. And it's insane from a before technology standpoint. Just imagine now it seems no big deal because we have the technology. And even the technology now is what putting those little snippers in and ripping each piece out. I have no idea. Like, it's fucking not nuts. An abortionist. But the old days, they would take a hanger and rip it out. Oh, yeah. And so, like, the idea of Roe versus Wade was you're not protecting abortion. You're protecting women from dying from abortion. And then I, I stepped back and I'm just like, whoa, 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 wait. So you're saying that the reason these women have to take hangers and shoving up themselves and rip the baby out is because of the abortion laws and not because of the bad decisions of the human? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like we could stop abortion. Yeah. By being a better society, well, but you cannot go because of the Constitution, yeah. which I believe in. You cannot put laws on people, telling people what they can and cannot do with that their body. Too, but also, I mean, there. I know there's scenarios for women, and I can't speak for women in general. But what I've there's known, terrible scenarios. Yeah, terrible sure. scenarios where, where you know, rape is another one. But also, too, that's like the worst one. But the worst one. But also, the, having another, the baby for too long, yeah. they could kill them. And so, as a medical procedure. Yeah. For the health and safety of the woman, yeah, I 100% pres- yeah. resort. But when you look at the statistics, yeah. 96, 95, 96, 97% of abortions are, are, are done out of inconvenience. Yeah. That's what bothers me. Yeah. The 3%, just imagine that. Imagine if, yeah. if, if the inconvenience was happening, then the, the, the amount of abortions goes down to just a minimum, minuscule number. Yeah. But that's not what's happening. We just have these abortions that are being had because... Society sucks. Yeah. And I'm not saying that women should not have the right to do that. They should. Yeah. I, I will never, ever advocate for taking that right from yeah. women. My gripe is 
as women, you need to be as vocal about fixing the problems that are mm-hmm. causing abortion as you are about the ability to have abortion itself. Yeah. We as a society are fucking up, and we need to fix that. When we have children, it should be a blessing, it should be a gift, and it yeah. should be something that we respect and honor. Agreed. Not something that we can just turn off and turn on when yeah. we want to. That's just not how I feel. I believe in nature. I believe in the laws of nature. Yeah. And nature didn't give us the ability to be like, I want an abortion, so just I'm just going to poop the yeah. baby out and just shit it out because I don't want it. Like that, Nature didn't give us that ability, yeah. so I don't think it's meant to happen. Yeah. And our only ability to do so is because we have technology. There was a point in time where we didn't even have hangers and we yeah. couldn't rip the baby out, so you just had to have the baby. Yeah. That's what nature intended. Yeah. I believe in nature, so I feel like we need to adapt the laws of nature as much as possible but then you go back and you see the rapes and things like yeah. that. And that's when the conversation is a more difficult one and why I'm pro-choice. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're a religious person, yeah. your thing is, well, what's, what's, what's God going to do? When's life a lot begin of, a to? Lot of, a lot of Christians say that, well, if we let abortion, it's going to affect all but of us because God's going to bring down his wrath. And this is my idea. This is the thing. God is judging the individual, not yeah. the nation. That's true. And so you as an individual, just because you had an abortion, and in and, and regardless of if it's a bad or good thing, that's irrelevant. Yeah. You still have your life ahead of it. And whatever happens if you believe in God is not going to be based on that abortion. It's going to be believe it's gonna be based on everything that you do every day you have after that abortion. And and even that too, like I, I this can go into a longer conversation too about uh you know, I think we talked about this on, on the phone recently, and we will say it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I told you about the separation of church and state and how I believe that's now starting to become null and void. Oh, yeah, for sure. And how it's like, you know, these originalists are now, I guess, bringing, bringing the church in the state, in a sense. Yeah. And, and has it, hasn't it always been in the state, though? In reality, Pledge yeah. of Allegiance. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, there's, really there's been a relationship there, but th- my, my gripe is, is that, not, is that not okay? It is a part of who we are. Yeah. So is it not allowed to express it in some way? Yeah. You know, it's not like we come out and they're like, well, God said this, so we're going to build this law. And it's like, yeah. well, that's, that's the different thing. Or... You're not a Christian, so we're gonna throw you in jail. Yeah. See that when I talk about when I think about separation of church and state, that's what I think about. Yeah. Overstepping boundaries. Yeah. But as a people who come and say, people have to remember, it wasn't atheists and Christians that came to America. Like this was a Christian yeah. movement. These people were Christians. Well, it, was a, it was a. It wasn't Christian. It was a Pentecostal. Pente- Pente- Pentecostal. Right. Pentecostal. Yeah, I think. Pentecostal. And so, or Pilgrim, or whatever it was, yeah. Pilgrim Pentecostal. Yeah, Pil- uh, I, I think Pilgrim. Uh, it was with a P. Uh, we're we're yeah. really bad. Yeah. Our, our whatever it is, memories today. But these people believed in God. Protestant. Protestant. That's yeah, there what we go. it was. There we go. Yeah. Yes. The, these people believed in God. Yeah. Yeah. Protestant and Quakers. And, and, Quakers. And, and, yeah. E- evangelical. Yeah. You know, and they believed in manifest destiny. Yep. They believed that this plan was God's plan. Yeah. And so these people, of course, there a lot of their of what their beliefs in history is going to come out in in our history. And that doesn't, it's not a bad, that that's not an infringement on church and state. A infringement in church and state is if they try to take Roe versus Wade away. Yeah. When we've already decided on that. Yeah. We've already decided that, okay, there are legitimate reasons to allow women to have an abortion. And at the end of the day, that baby is growing inside their body. Yeah. And you don't have the right to say what happens in their body. And the minute that we give you that right to say what happens in their body, what happens next? Yeah. RFID chips. Yeah. I'll do conspiracies. I'll flip a conspiracy on you quick. 
All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, but but, but no, but really, really, oh, no, but realistically yeah. though, just think about it. Yeah. If you can control a living thing inside of my body, yeah, then you can absolutely mandate a vaccine, mandate to get microchips. Yeah, that the Roe versus Wade goes deeper than just the abortion. Yeah, there's it's more about to it. What can the government yeah. mandate in the physical body? It's the tree and trunk. That's what's scary. It's the tree trunk, right? And then it's the tree trunk to everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you cut that tree trunk down, yeah. then... You know, and that's what I'm or, scared of. When, yeah. I, when, when, she, when she was having that discussion, I, I, I didn't even think about abortion. I thought beyond that. I was like, Roe versus Wade stands for a little bit more than abortion. Yeah. We just obsess over the abortion yeah, yeah. piece. It really is about our control over our physical body. Yeah. And the minute that we lose control over our physical body, that's a problem. We're, we're going into an entire different world and that's that's where i get nervous with church and state yeah because they're going to use that yeah. idea of church for that argument very very true which is going to be crazy because if they try that and they try to pull off the rfid thing then it's oh, like boy. then you can go to the book of revelations and be like this looks familiar this looks oddly familiar you can't buy or sell without yeah. this so i remember that in the in the in the bible it says that if i do this <laughs> hey that i'm I, i'm, hey, I'm guaranteed wallet, your, to go wallet, to hell your wallet can be right on your arm okay right. your wallet can be right well, on your the, arm. well bible tells me if you put my wallet on my arm i'm going to hell forever <laughs> yeah also you the know? bible tells you if you like uh, pull out you'll go for hell forever too if you pull it out you pull out if you pull out yes and, yeah and you, and, and you seat, yeah. spout on the floor yeah yeah so and 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 but then you go back. Also, you can you have forgiveness, yeah. right? So it's that's just, what that's what the second you, that's what the New Testament is about. Forgiveness. You cannot use the yeah. Bible as a way to govern an entire society. It's kind of it's you crazy. You can yeah. only use religion religion to and, govern an individual. And, and you, it, it's too, yeah. this is the, the very specific part. Religion, yeah, is not for me to govern you. Yeah, religion is for me to govern and, me. And also on top of that too, you can't just take a Bible verse and a chapter and go, "That's what it means." When you have to read the whole thing, it's like the news right. articles we talked yeah, about. Yeah, they look at one sentence you know like mean? this is what it it's, means. It's like also, it's also like, uh, and I mean, we're coming to the end of the show too, but really to finish it up and too, it's all like quotes. People are taking quotes out of context so much nowadays that they need to read the whole quote, not just like a snippet of a quote. And that's the problem. And not even just that. Prophecy is crazy because prophecy is people getting a vision of something they don't understand. Yeah. So like they don't have, they see something in their mind, they don't have a word for it. Yeah. And so they say like, say somebody has a prophecy and some of the stuff that I see like it seems like they're talking about like helicopters. And yeah. When they talk about war and stuff. Yeah. It's like they don't know what the fuck a helicopter is. So they say the dragon that's spitting fire to the land. Yeah. They make it sound all epic, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I believe in prophecy because I believe in I believe in like feedback loops. Yeah. So I believe that you can dream or you can go into a state of meditation and access another yeah. part of the feedback loop. Yeah. And that feedback loop that you're processing is probably something that's really happening, whether it's in the future or the past, but you probably don't have the language or the ability to understand it. And so you explain it in the, whatever terms you have. Yeah. And then people try to argue like, well, God would have gave them the understanding. If God gave them the understanding, why didn't they make it? Yeah. So if you don't have fire and you get a prophecy of fire, go make the fire. Yeah. But they can't because they don't have an understanding of it. So the, the people try to argue these things, but they're easily able to break them down. Yeah. And I think that truth gets convoluted. Because people try to say they understand and none of us do. Yeah. Even our greatest philosophers, they didn't understand it. Yeah. They saw something, they explained it to the best of their ability, yeah. and then we took from it what we could, and some of it was good information mm-hmm. and some of it was bad information. Perfect example is Bill and Ted Socrates. Bill and Ted's, uh, but, yeah. but, 
That's on yeah. The uh, dust in the wind thing. Yep, yeah. the dust in the wind. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And so this argument of trying to figure out like, God, you're dumb, God doesn't exist, yeah. or I'm more I'm better than you because yeah. God exists and I believe in him. Both those arguments are retarded. Yeah. You don't fucking know. Yeah. There's no possible way. And for me, my experience, yeah. as I watch science and physics explain itself, yeah. to me, I'm, I believe in God. And I believe quantum physics proves God. Yeah. I believe the ideal of, of a quant, quantum physics, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the study, but where they're replicating um, that the, the solid state. So... It, it's a, it's a particle, and then when it's when it's uh, when you finally put uh, um, measure it in yeah. some way, then it takes a solid state, and then you can uh, uh, see it. So like me and you walk out of this room, yeah. this room doesn't exist. But then it's just like, well, what if we put cameras in the room? Then yeah. you can watch the footage later, and well, it's like isn't that like, see like it. isn't that kind of like the uh, the whole like. Does a bear shouldn't like, if a tree falls down? Exactly what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Does, yeah. If a tree, tree salt falls down, there's nobody, and it, it doesn't make a sound. Yeah. And so, those things are are such complicated ideas, but I think those things prove God, and and, and the reason why is, I feel like consciousness consciousness has yeah. to exist first before yeah. matter, and if consciousness exists before matter, then that's it's not God. Yeah, I would say so. Like, what else would would God be? Yeah. You know, like the. the Something that can observe and understand yeah. or create. Yeah. And if that existed before the Big Bang, yeah. then that would be... I, I just don't find any other explanation other than that being God. I yeah. mean, you have... Then you have Elon Musk's... Um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Neuralink? The, uh, no, their theory... Uh, uh, what do they call it? The, the kind of, like the game theory that they have. That oh, word, the matrix. Uh, he has the matrix. Uh, theory. It's like the matrix kind yeah. of theory, but it's called something specific. I can't remember what it is. But the idea that this is um, simulation theory. Oh yeah, that's simulation. What it is, yeah. That this was all simulation. Yeah. Which means it was created. Which means this was created. Yeah, yeah. But they won't say it's God. Yeah. Elon will absolutely refuse to say God. Yeah. But you're telling me that you're feeling that this is created because we can break this down, and they already proved this to zeros yeah. and ones. And so if this was created, there's a creator. Yeah. But you won't but you won't say scientifically that that idea proves God. To me, that proves God. But they want to make it look like, well, that means that there's a creator and then there's probably a bunch of them and it's probably just us yeah. just creating this again. And they're probably a simulation too, and it's probably just us just creating and on and on. Yeah. And they keep making it's it's like they're trying to make human it's beings. It's like inception shit. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to make it's like it's just we're the ultimate. Human yeah. beings the ultimate being. And for me, it's just like I don't think it's that simple. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I believe in God just based off of quantum physics alone. Um yeah. and I but I don't my beliefs, I don't use that as a way to measure my relationships yeah. or the credibility of another human being. Yeah. Because at the end of the fucking day, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I, I grew up Christian. Yeah. I know God was a creator. Quantum physics says there's a creator. Yeah. To me, it's just like, oh, well, fucking math. Creator, yeah. One plus one. You know, that makes sense to me. There's a creator somewhere. Three? Yeah, right? <laughs> there's a creator somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. to me, that that's God. Now, if yeah. there's multiple creators, it's none of my business. Yeah. Only one creator created this. Yeah. And so my first focus is is that creator. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 here. I'm thankful for that. You know, as you know, I don't I don't even call myself a Christian anymore. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like that's been very convoluted. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like it's like been been you know like 
like the bad people just kind of taking it yeah, and they, they're way. using it for yeah. for more of a power power, power hungry thing to, yeah. to, to consolidate power and control over yeah. the public as opposed uh to free the public yeah to release them from their bondage yeah right makes sense uh any other things you want to say Last last words of advice. Also, I don't think we said what your podcast name is too. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, innovator die, innovator die, okay, innovator die. Uh, so the, the the concept is literally innovator die. Since the very beginning of time of the human species, we've found a problem, we've innovated, and we've solved that problem. A lot of these problems could have been death. We froze to death for many years, and then we came up with fire. Right. Mm-hmm. We hunted and got fucked up during hunts. Yeah. And then we came up with spears and arrows so we didn't have to get so close, right? We innovate or we die. Yeah. And it's a constant cycle. And I think that right now is very important for us to realize that Mm -hmm. because we're in a cycle of we have weapons where we can destroy ourselves in a matter of seconds. Yeah. And we're all fucking insane right now. That's, yeah. And so we need to fix that. We need people to come together. We need to, um, live a life of, of love and understanding and respect for yeah. each other, or we're going to kill ourselves. And I think that innovation is something that we can all, if if you can't unite around religion, which we obviously can't, that's yeah. not working for us, I think we can unite around innovation. Yeah. And we can better society. I think that we can, I don't, I, I think we can save this planet very easily. And I, yeah. I think that we can conquer the universe. And not conquer in in a white European way <laughs> to where we go and start enslaving aliens and shit. I mean it in a way to where we can live amongst the stars yeah. and be genuinely happy and not have to worry Explorers about dumb shit like yeah. paying bills. Yeah. <laughs> just exploring space and just it. enjoying it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so yeah. Any uh, last words though in general for you? I love you. Thank you. That, I love you that, too. I think there's no better way to to, to end the podcast and to. To express my love for you as a yes. friend, my appreciation for you a friend, oh, as, man. A, as as a brother. I appreciate you as well. I'm I'm so glad I got to get you on the podcast. Thank you for I knew me. I had a feeling that we were gonna talk about other shit and I'm like I'm yeah. kinda glad. I have I no idea what you wanted to talk about in yeah. the first place. I mean but. usually the story it's about like the people's like journey as an artist and stuff like that, but I was like we're going to talk about that, but I know we're going to tangent about other things, and I think it's going to be a very interesting episode in general, and I'm, I'm glad we got to sit down. Actually, I never really heard your story to begin with, too, so it, it's really refreshing to hear it as well. So it was really nice to you know get to know you more as a friend as well, too. Absolutely. So, uh, Joseph, thank you so much again for being on the show. Thank it was a pleasure. And guys, thank you for listening. I cannot thank you guys enough. You know, we're on Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, which we would like you to review and rate, by the way. Also, review and rate us on Podchaser. If you just type in Chasing the Frame, you can review and rate us there. Um, we're not on Google Podcasts, which is the ongoing joke of this podcast because I don't know why we're still not on there. But hopefully when we transfer over to another podcasting service, I don't know when that is, we will have, be on Google Podcasts finally. And again, I can't do this without you know, love and support my Frame Chasers, and I'm just trying to bring the knowledge to all you listeners out there, and I hope you're getting some great, valuable information, especially today. This was pretty valuable. I think it's pretty valuable information, pretty interesting information, to be honest. Yeah, sure. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that, that works. <laughs> and uh, I hope you guys are learning something from it because, you know, we all have a story to tell in general, and we all go through the same things at different times or same time, and I hope you uh, hope the people... They're on the show. Keep inspiring you to chase the frames. And I hope this also inspires you to go conspiracy theory hunting. So go on YouTube when you get a chance and start typing in conspiracy theories because you're... Just don't go crazy. Don't go too crazy. crazy. Have fun with it. Don't go down the QAnon route. 